welcome to our Bloodstock Roundup, I guess. Not so much a review because there's a written review you can go check over on the site. If you want to keep it band specific, go check that out. You'll get all the bands we saw listed day by day, stage by stage, in order as well. Managed to work out order, sat there for ages. This is more of an overview. We'll talk about the bands as well. But unlike last year where we kind of did what we liked and what we didn't like, yeah. and it was always balanced, we're going to kind of, we've got a bit more of an itinerary where we're going to go through certain points and just talk about at certain points, really. He's assuming he can stop me ranting. That, that well, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I have been puzzling. Well, what are you work. ranting about? I don't know. I just like a good rant. Don't I? I'm sure there's a couple of things where it's like, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, so obviously Bloodstock, we attended. We were there from uh, Thursday afternoon, early afternoon. Yeah. Well, after midday, really. Yeah, we probably got there not long after midday, did we? We, we, were, the, we were, I Maybe think we were set up and tent, tented up and stuff by yeah. like one o'clock. Yep. So it kind of gave us all of Thursday frame. We were there till Sunday night, Sunday evening, late Sunday evening when we left. And um, we left, um, did we leave before Scott was playing or were they playing at the time? They were playing, weren't they? I think they were, they, yeah, they're not long in. I think they'd just pretty much taken to the stage. Yeah. You, you guys left. We had a little wander about the shops. Or did we? No, we all left around the same time, didn't we? we all went to oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, we, we had, had cars, around yeah. the shops and all that while Scorpions were getting on That's the stage. That's it, yeah. So we, we did quite a bit. And... You know, originally I was like, man, I, I didn't think I saw enough bands over the weekend because of press commitments and interviews and stuff like that. When I was kind of like listing it, although there was a lot, I was like, oh, I wish I'd seen that and I wish I'd planned things out a little bit better. Yeah. Um, what's call it? It, it, it? it still turned out right. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I'm, I genuinely cannot make my mind up if I was really happy with everything from the press perspective or really unhappy with it okay because it's like i really you really enjoy doing it there's no way of winning is there yeah you very much enjoy doing it very much don't enjoy missing the bands yeah you know there's no way to have both no you've got to have yeah so you're like you think oh like if i give up the press stuff and just saw the bands uh you know i wouldn't be happy yeah and giving up the bands and just doing the press stuff, I'm not happy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you just can't win with it, can you, really? Yeah, I mean, I... What we need are underlings. Well, that's what we need, yeah. We yeah, need... So um, say, right, you, stand here. Well, I did some nosing around afterwards with, uh, via some of our um, colleagues in the metal press. So I wanted to sort of understand how they were capable of what looked like spending all day in the press tent yeah. um, and, and so on. And ultimately, it comes down to staff. We are very small staff because, simply put, that's just how we roll. We can't offer you monetary value to work for us. Yeah. Um, and it's always going to be a bit like, okay, step by step, he's, you know, I do want more it's people. It's a mixture as well, though, and I get that. With some of the bigger ones, yeah, cool. You know, like mm. if you're Team Rock or someone like that, though, I guess you, you could have, like, if you wanted to, you could bring, like, six, seven people and have yep. a couple of people there do, you know, kind of do shifts and, and whatnot. Yeah. So you can go and see the bands you want to see. It makes perfect sense. But then there were plenty of press people there as well who were only them in the tent. Yes. You know, um, and, and and there was one or two people like there was like really nice people like the photographer that I spoke to, who the problem I guess the problem for us is that we are there predominantly as metal fans. Yes. Not there to generate clicks and everything like that. Whereas there are plenty of people there that photographer especially that we spoke to who, who, who doesn't really know anything or enjoy it that's that true yeah but it's a great opportunity for photographs and, mm. and, and stuff like that so i guess you know they 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 applied for the press accreditation they maybe have very little interest in going to see any particular band anyway they might you never know you might be they might be like all the scorpions or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. Um, and from what i gather and from pictures i see on facebook quite a lot of the people pr and press even when they're off duty they just stay in the vip bar and sort of drink together anyway yeah which is completely cool, 
but so against my personal feelings and what you're there for. Yeah. But I think that's the difference between us being there as fans. We stay in the VIP. We buy our tickets, even though we have the offer to take press tickets. Yes. We choose to buy them because we want the VIP area. Yep. But also, you know, we're not going to give the same commitment as some of these guys will. I'm Agreed. not going to stand in the press area from 9.30 until 9.30. Agreed. And miss everybody. Yeah. You know, so why should I take a free ticket? But no. actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the bands that we want to do. And then I'm in there watching and, t- and taking advantage of, you know, everything that I possibly can. Agreed. Um, I, we, we basically, this, this was our second year doing it. We still haven't got the balance right. I, I know, I'm not going to say it on camera, I'll talk to you personally, but I know what I did particularly wrong this year that I didn't do the first year. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I've had time to reflect and go, well, what didn't I do right? What could have gone better? Why did this happen? And why did that happen? And it's a reflection. It's kind of like, okay, cool. Learn from it. Yeah. And like Brennan said, I absolutely love it. I love the press side of things. Even though I do find that some of it's very difficult. I'm not the most, although I talk a lot on this camera, I'm not the most easiest person when it comes to interviewing. Um, and I rely heavily on the band giving me something back. That didn't happen always. There are a couple yeah. of interviews you can see on YouTube yeah. where you can clearly see the struggle and disconnect that exists. Yeah. You know? I mean, anyone, if you watch the YouTube videos, you'll be able to tell the difference in them by the length of them. Oh, well, that's obviously you know? a major, major thing. Yeah, so you, you do get that back and forth with a band and they've got a story to tell or they want to, you know, get they want to sell themselves a bit. Then you'll see the videos are 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah. I was, when, um, when you get in your one word answers or, or a little bit, not disinterested, but maybe a little bit nervous or people that don't really know how to yeah. portray themselves on camera, then, you know, the right thing to do is what you do, which is to say, all right, you know, there's no point in me dragging this out. Yep. We've got four or five minutes worth of information and chat there, so let's knock it on the head. That's exactly, yeah. Well, yeah. When I was editing it, I'd get to, get to one that I knew that was I wasn't particularly happy with. The editing process, I'll be very fucking quick. I normally watch my entire thing back as I'm editing it. With those ones, I was like, nope, I know where to cut out at the start, put the things together, cut out at the end, put our bits into it, that's it. Whereas other ones like, um, you know, the, 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 the evil scarecrows, the sabatons, the um, lockhorn, stuff like that, the ones that I really enjoyed when I look back and reflect and go, I'm watching them and I was going, yeah, that was yeah, cool, that was yeah. fun, you know, and stuff like that. It's not a knock on any particular band. It's not like yeah. we're not saying this because. It's not, you know, suddenly you're like, okay, you're, you play locally, particularly New Blood bands, you play locally, you, you don't get press. You know, you might get the odd mention in a local newsletter or a news zine or something like that. And suddenly you're at Bloodstock and you're being lined up in front of cameras after camera yeah, after camera. I mean, I, I, I you know, it is, this isn't like to, you know, I'll never point out any individual or an agent or a press people or anything like that because I don't think there is an individual. I think everyone does their best yeah. for metal that are there so you know enough respect to all the people that are there working it but it does grate on me a little bit when I watch the way some of the smaller bands especially are treated it really irritates me and I know why it happens but you know a little band that have to walk around begging somebody to give them an mm. interview you know whereas like well, you know it's almost sometimes it feels and you know like you said about them being shepherded right you go over there and then you go over there and one of you only the rest of you go out yeah you know and it, it almost feels sometimes like like it's been reversed you know, we, we as metal fans still, even with new blood bands, we still feel a little bit like in awe. Of yeah, yeah, these yeah. Are, these are bands, these are music we listen to, bands that we think are cool. So we still, I guess, we don't see ourselves, and we're not, as like the celebrities in this ma- match. Yeah. It's oh, quite 100%, the opposite. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's why, you you know, I'm not saying that I would want it to change, because I don't think I would ever want that to change. Mm. But sometimes when I watch other people, maybe they've been more experienced or they're more confident or they've been doing it for a longer time, and it almost feels like, the bands are the less important factor 
and it's the press people who who are saying, yeah, we will interview you. No, we won't interview you. Yep. You know, um, you know, it, it almost feels like it's been reversed a little bit sometimes. Yeah, and that's it. I don't think it's anyone doing it purposely. I think it's sometimes it's probably an experience and a confidence thing. Yeah, you know, and maybe that's where we sometimes not fall down, but we struggle a bit more in interviews because we're looking, and I think it's a good thing, but we're looking up to the bands rather than looking down to them. Do you know what I mean? Rather than the bands looking up to us. Yeah, I see what you mean. Do it with a new blood band. They're looking at us as oh my god, press people. Yeah. We're looking at them as oh my god, a metal band, Mm. and we kind of get caught in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's no leader. There's no. Yeah, I mean, my nerves aren't uh, like nowhere as nervous this year as um, even like when we were effectively made to wait, uh, not made to wait, it sounds like bad, but when we waited uh, for Sabaton and yeah. where we were. And I remember thinking, like, I, I thought back and I was like, I was okay with that in the end. Yeah. And the Sabaton interview went well and things like that. And it was kind of yes. like, that was the biggest band, the biggest band we've ever interviewed in our life. And it was like, okay, that went really, really well. And so like, it's far. not, yeah, yeah, so far, yeah, and it's like so it's not being an awe and stuff like that, but there is a there is that side of things where I do consistently look around and I go like when I put a post up on Facebook, I'm saying like things like you know we still can't quite believe we get to do this, I mean that because we are yeah. ultimately the whole reason why we buy our bloodstock tickets before because we want to go to bloodstock, yeah, and if come next year come the time for accreditation and all that and we get turned down, well disappointing as that is, we're going anyway, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and the idea of um waiting until because oh. <laughs> we haven't bought our tickets and all the VIP sold out but we'll, hopefully we'll get our press passes in Fuck July and August and then we then we get that nice but we're, like, we're cutting them back this year and, and then we're not going yeah you know, we'd be gutted yeah it would, I would feel gutted. so stupid you know so that will never change for us I don't think there'll ever be a point I can't see a point in, in any part of our future where we say do you know what not really interested in the bands this year so let's just go with the press mm. let's stay in the press area you know, let's sit, bring our laptops and put things up immediately. Now, it's another reason, like another thing around what you see with us is that we, you see our stuff from Bloodstock when we get back from Bloodstock. Yes. You don't see it during. There's very little. I mean, we don't post things as we're going. You can't anyway because of phone signal. Yep. But, you know, other press people will have their laptops and they'll maybe interview somebody and then they'll go and get it ready and they'll post it yep. the day that they've done the interview. And we'll never do that. <clears throat> yep. I have no intention of ever doing that. It would, yeah, it would, because it, it, and that's the divide, isn't it? It's like we we're there, <clears throat> predominantly as a metal fan, to ma- watch metal bands. Yep. Uh, as and you know, as fans of Bloodstock as well, not just the music. It would destroy my soul to have to do that. Yeah. I I thought about it this weekend. I was like, could I? And I was thinking like, even with, I mean, even if I had a better laptop, because my laptop's a bit run down at the moment, a new one. I, I've, you know, I don't, I can't carry a Mac with me. Um, but let's say, you know, I would still end up having to spend, you know, a good 15 minutes at least if it was yeah. a short interview. And considering, like I said, the bands we did miss because of our commitments this year, and that's not a complaint. It really isn't. Um, it really isn't. It's just kind of, as you're saying, I can't, I, 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 we, I don't, I'm confident we'll never lose that disconnect of the fact that we are still here yeah, to we'll see these bands. Sure yeah. Sure yeah. <clears throat> and we it's, keep it's each in check, isn't it? Yeah. get to the point where I think you're booking too many Yep. and we're missing too much I'll tell you I was worried this year and in the end when I counted it down it was 41 in total um, and uh, here's the thing 41 in total and only 9 of them were on Friday Yeah. so that made what um, I can't count now that's 32 <laughs> over Saturday and Sunday I thought that made me too much but when I reflected it's something well I'll say it now what I did wrong this year and I don't know why I did it I can't for the life of me think why I did it I was booking everything in 15 minute slots Whereas last year, the first year, I did them in 10 minutes. No interview, barring one, which I think is with Scarecrow, and Sabaton, it goes slightly over. Yeah. Went over 10 minutes. 
Um, Whereas if I'd been 10 minute blocks, because what that meant was we would sometimes do an interview and it'd be wrapped up in seven minutes. Yeah. We would then be standing around waiting eight minutes and so on for the yeah. next band to come along. Whereas if it had been a bit tighter and closer, like we did the first year, it would have been, instead of being four bands um, an hour, it would have been, I mean, it would, yeah, yeah. that's one of the biggest things I reflect on God, I should have been doing them as I did the first time in 10 minute blocks. Because it would have kept everything closer together, one after the other, none of that waiting around. Cause some, sometimes, you know, rock stars as you all are, um, <laughs> kept us waiting and things like yeah. that. I mean, to be fair, mm. most of the bands were great. Like, yeah. Like, timekeeping. There were very few that weren't. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times the ones that weren't, it was again a nerves thing. Confusion I mean, as well, yeah. We don't know necessarily who they are. They don't know who we are. Somewhere in this group of a thousand people, they're looking for us and we're looking for them and they don't know who to approach and yep. everything like that. The only thing I would say to any band watching this is if you're asked to come for an interview in the press area, come to the press area. There's so many times we go have to go out of the press area, wander around the VIP to find the person who's 100 yards away from the press area. Yeah. It's like if you approach the press area, all the people in the press area see you and they go, oh, and then you go over and you ask them. Yeah. But if you're standing out having a beer over at the bar, you know, four, four or five of you looking around, we're looking at you thinking, well, they can't be for us because if they were, they'd come over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly you that. Know? And it's just silly little things like that. So, I'm not, I'm not, again, there's only one, you know, it's not pointed at anyone in particular. It just happened, it happened the first year as well. Yeah. The time. You have to go out wondering about the crowd going. Trying to work out who's yes, that. Why are you out here? It's a press interview. Come to the bloody press. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. But what's, quite, what's quite funny about this video so far is that you, you started it off by talking about the uh, solid structure we're going to have. And I said, good luck with that. Yeah. And uh, this this whole uh, the I didn't things that we're doing is not it's not in the structure. There there was nothing about no. press at all. But the it's good to get it out there. Out the no, I think it's I think it's actually really interesting to sort of get our point of view and our perspective across from it. Um, yeah. I think it's all summed up quite quickly, quite nicely with that. You know, we love doing the press stuff. Yeah. I think the bands are great. We we'll always look up to them. Never look down on them. Um, but we'll always be there to see music more so than the other way around. Yeah, you know. So if you don't see us in the press area as often as you do other people, that's because we're out headbanging, yeah, and moshing. Exactly that. Brilliant, Brendan. Absolutely wonderful. Gonna make me cry. Oh. Right. Let's talk about. Let's get this one out of the way. I put it at the top because it has to be talked about. It's completely out of Bloodstock's control. Um, although you know we could argue mitigating circumstances <clears throat> could have been included. Obviously, this Bloodstock suffered some interesting weather. Yeah. Um, this this was. Oh, Wait, fuck you. Do you know, like we, we were. So so lucky yeah. with the weather compared to what was happening around the country mm. at the same time. We sort of felt sometimes like we were in an, the eye of the storm that yep. was surrounding the rest of the UK. You know? <laughs> because um, it was, I mean, aside from maybe wintry snow, it was all seasons in, in not, not in a day, like in, in an hour. In an hour, yeah. <laughs> so it would go from being icy cold to strong, blustery, stormy winds, black clouds, showers and then fucking down downpours yeah and then all of a sudden within seconds you were literally trying to get sun cream out on your face <laughs> as your head is burning you're like what the fuck i'm still wet on one side i'm now burnt on the other side and then it'll just switch around it was like, fucking weird it was mental but what we did get for the most part was predominantly like we didn't get consistent rain yeah and that's the worst the wind is annoying yes it plays with the mic so you'll see on some of the interviews that we do there's nothing anyone can do about it. It held it, up pretty well. It as held up well. There's yeah. a couple there where you know a yeah. strong wind crackle and you hear it crackle. Yeah, hit, yeah. And, but what can you do about that? It obviously affected the band lineups a little bit, but not to the point of destroying anything. Thankfully, no. which I think is enough respect to Bloodstock for the for mitigating what was going on. Mm. They did really, really well with moving things around. Oh, they did wonderfully, didn't they? Yeah, genuinely, genuinely amazing. Um, and the only thing, and it's always the thing that like gets to me, and again. 
that this is the weird thing with the weather. So it's the effects of the weather. It's not yes. the weather. I don't mind being rained on. I think we spoke about it in the pre-Bloodstock stuff. Yeah. I've got no issue with being rained on. I can put a fucking poncho on or whatever and, and live with it. What I hate is the effects of it. Yeah. The effect it has on the muddy floor. The effects it has on the ice rinks towards the urinals. Yeah. Uh, you know, toilets yep. suddenly go from being re- relatively clean for most of the weekend to being like, is that shit or is that mud? Yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> you know, scared to touch anymore. anything. Um, and it's that w- which which doesn't you know it doesn't ruin a weekend, but it's the bit that frustrates a little bit. And it is a bit that I sometimes think with Bloodstock they can maybe do a bit better with because mm. this year what they did fantastically, which was a huge improvement on the previous year, yep. was bringing a digger full of I think it was wood chips and put it down over the entrance between the um, sort of serpent lair. Yeah, bar. and the uh, campsites. Yeah, yeah. Now the previous year they had a lot of they got quite a lot of uh, negative comments on that, especially from wheelchair users and people like that mm. saying that we cannot get through this thick sludge of mud. Yeah, and I think it's fantastic that they obviously listened to that and they did something about it this year. However, if you can do that in one spot, there's nothing to stop you doing that in a few other kind few of key, other pl- heavy key, key areas. And, the, and some key areas genuinely are when people need to go for a piss. Yeah. And those, walking, you can't even walk. There are some points in the weekend where it's no longer, you have to go back to the VIP facility because there's no way you can get to your yeah. rhino. It's now like four inches deep of yeah. mud and piss. And you think like, you can, you know, that's one area. I know we're VIP, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we got it. It's in the VIP ticket price. Yeah. Know? But yeah, I do think like, oh, it's very difficult for them to mitigate because what do you do? I mean, one minute the sun's baking and you think like, oh, the ground's going to be okay. It does drain well. It's just those key heavy footfall areas, yeah. isn't it? That's all it is. And it's trying to identify them. And like one, one area that like I thought got really bad, uh, this was more on Sunday, right near the end, which is I guess the point that we got to be with it, was outside the selfie tent. Yeah. That got to be one of the worst areas I saw, like really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's one of those where it's like it's would would just unlu- it's weird and it was unlucky and I think overall considering the madness of some of the weather at the time it yeah. it held up mostly really yeah, really we, well. We had it a lot easier than a lot of other people. Yeah, down, and the ground held up and it didn't ruin the festival. It didn't even negatively impact the festival. No, obviously it's nice when it's. Of oh, course, of course it is. Yeah, you're not having to trudge through heavy feet on a Sunday. Yeah, already feel a bit tired and trying to keep. Not keep it balanced, but, but like keep your uh, what's about you a bit more as you're walking around. So yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think if anything on the weather, the key kind of takeaway on it is, is that despite all of that bad weather and the affecting of the performances and you know people scarecrow having to not use their pyro. Yeah. Although I guess they get to take it back to Asda or whatever and get the money. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, is that is that Bloodstock really really did an awesome job of like not actually. It felt at a point we were worried that, you know, maybe bands would actually not be able to play. Mm-hmm. Like whether Anthrax or Parkway Drive or bands like that might yeah. actually not be able to go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. I guess to a degree, it's not. It, it's also not their It's not their fault it went wrong. It's also maybe not their credit that the wind died down. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But I would imagine there's a ton of work happening behind the scenes oh. to make sure that things are safe, to make sure that, you know, that everything's I would love to be a fly in the wall in, in that room where yeah. they're like, what do we do? I mean, I can't remember who we spoke to, but one of the bands was saying, weren't they, that it was like, yeah, they literally had crew members holding the set together. It might have even been Evil Scarecrow uh, holding the set together. You, the I think it was and, Scarecrow, yeah. You know, like just to be able to actually get them out there oh. and play. So, yeah, yeah. Amazing job, man. What yeah, and as you said as well, even shuffling the lineup at the last minute and um, classy, classy as fuck to say to people, look, if you were there for Cradle on Saturday, regardless, even if you weren't, you suddenly got a free extra day. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? It was classy. Yeah. You know, we didn't have to do that. Nah subject to change and all that bollocks yeah you know 
So yeah, uh, we're gonna go step by step of our journey, starting with basically, oh right, obviously we're watching and we went VIP, so we're gonna talk about VIP. We have no knowledge of what goes on in that main car park, although from what I gather on Facebook and stuff, that walkway from the car park yeah. to the thing is real problem in the wet. Yeah, I mean, talking about areas of heavy footfall that maybe yeah. you could have done with a bit of attention, that sounded like it was probably the one that needed more, like people falling down the Yeah, floor. yeah, that's right. At, when, when people are actually getting hurt off the back of the ground, that, that's a bit of a problem. It is a bit of a problem, and something um, you're going to suspect to look at. Talking of which, then when you're driving out, did you find a lot of people walking yeah, the road? Yeah, a lot of people walking yeah. the road, which, which I completely get, and I think I would have done the same. Yep. But again, I guess if you're you're running the festival, or you, I mean, they probably aren't even aware that it's happening. Very difficult for them to know what's happening on the fucking road. Yeah. A mile down the road, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but if you are running the festival, like for them, the worst nightmare is, is that people leaving the festival out in the road and somebody gets hit by a bloody yeah. car or something like that mm. because the ground was too unsafe for them to walk on. Mm, I don't that. It's such a difficult thing. It really is. It's like there's no easy answer. Oh, what you should just go out there with loads of diggers and just keep throwing stuff down. Or what when, other people are suggesting about flattening it. It's like, is yes, it there allowed to flatten? I don't much doubt. I, I would imagine the rules with most festivals when you're when you're holding on on other people's land. Yeah, is, is that you do your absolute utmost to leave it as, as you found as it. it as you found yeah. it. You don't alter the landscape. You know, I would yeah. imagine. It's probably, I would imagine. You know. But yeah, so our perspective, VIP parking and wristband collection. Um, parking was a bit different. The cars were lined up a bit different. No major yeah. difference. But I got my, from the point of me parking up and walking over to the wristband, I, it took me two minutes? Two minutes? Yeah, it was nothing. I mean, it was amazing. I was amazed actually when we got there that, that it was open. Yeah. Uh, you know, considering we always arrived later because we always were under the impression that the kind of ticket offs opened at 2 o'clock and so I thought, was it 12? Yeah. I always thought it was 2. That's <laughs> even later, late. yeah. You know. So yeah, but there was no queue. It was a go over there, got it straight away. Yeah. Uh, start unloading stuff, go straight towards the camp. It was, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. We, we went there earlier initially, think this year, thinking, oh, it's all right, because we'll just chill in the car park and have a few beers. Yep. <laughs> we were totally wrong we were totally wrong yeah we're coming for 5am next, next year yeah 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 because then <laughs> off straight away we were over to the campsite yeah. um, it was nice to get there with a fair bit more room particularly as we had a bigger crowd um, this time around as well yeah. uh, camping I got no complaints no not like it, it was. it's the same size same layout same yeah. structure there's no, no complaints at all I mean yeah, you know the only complaints would be internal ones wouldn't it we didn't do the greatest job of laying out our tents. Oh God, no, we didn't. Yeah, we, we didn't want to leave a lot of space. We didn't want to take up a lot of space. Yeah. But we had one tent in particular that was brought along, which came in handy in the end. Yep. Uh, you know, especially for like an extra body in that. But it was much bigger than we were expecting when we started laying them out. Yeah. So what we ended up with was this kind of like crystal maze sort of section in the middle where to get in and out, you had to navigate kind of like guide. It was a bit like that. Kind of like Neo out of the Matrix yeah. to get through them all. And it was like, we, we haven't actually left ourselves an entrance in or out of this. No. No. And then obviously, because we, we set ourselves quite far back, we didn't then have a clear walkway from us to the walkway. So once you got through our guide rope, you then had to navigate yourself through everybody else. Everybody else's. I think we were in a great place. It was the right place and all that. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, yeah, it's not a blood dog thing. It's just uh, our own organisational skills. No, yeah, that's that to yeah, us. Yeah, no, knowing actually, no, do you know what? This isn't going to work. We need to move one of these tents back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, facilities, toilets and showers. Uh, I got no issue with the showers. Showers were the same amount as always. Um, golden. I think the longest I queued for maybe was ten minutes on a Sunday yeah. morning. I mean, I'm, I'm generally an early riser. Yeah, so you're an early I'm sure other people are up before me because people are like that. But I, was, I, walk, I walked along the back way and I was just going to the first block of showers and there was never anyone waiting. Yeah. Never looked like there was anyone in them. Yep. And I guess the good thing about being that early riser is I tend to get in there and it's all spotless. Yeah, you get a nice clean I mean, one as well. I generally before they lock them up at night and that, they clean them and lock them up. 
and then I get in there. Of and, course, yeah, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, so you get the first sort of freshness yeah. as much as you can. Yeah, so I don't, didn't tend to queue for, for much. Uh, you know, definitely not the showers anyway. And they were fine, hot water. Bit of a blast of cold in the morning that fucking gets you. Oh, really? Time. Okay. The very first one, I think, again, it's probably because it's the first time it's being used yeah. for like 12 hours. And uh, I was aware of it, so it was like, you know when you're going to hit the button and then dash back? Dash back, yeah. I didn't get back anywhere near fast enough. It's like freezing cold water. Oh, like lovely. Wake you up even more. Proper awake. Um, um, toilets. Toilets. I have a complaint. I don't have many complaints. The only thing, I, I just... Just VIP I, only. I feel like there aren't enough of them still. I mean, I feel like they, not dramatically, but they, they often, or maybe if I'm, if I'm reading into this wrong, don't tell me. I always feel like I'm reading that they sell out the VIP, but they also increase the VIP. No, they haven't increased it in two years. But the toilet blocks, and I, I, the, the problem for me, and it might be the same as yours, is that there's a, it's not necessarily right or wrong or anything like that, but there's a high percentage of males yep. uh, to females. I would argue that's probably, um, but there is a there is not a high percentage of male toilets available. It was half and half, yeah. You know, so you kind of, I don't know. There are a few times in the morning or whatever where you're kind of queuing up, in ten, twelve deep, and it's great for the ladies. Don't get me wrong, but there's no queue, and they seem to have open cubicles, and we're not allowed to go in them. Yep. But there's like you know there's forty people deep waiting to get to the toilet. Mm-hmm. So so that annoys me a little bit. It's like, well, I don't know modern people aren't we just make them fucking gender neutral it's just a, it's just a locked door isn't it good argument it's just a locked door it's a locked cubicle because one what my issue with it was this year and i don't know why they did this and uh, the toilets were actually different and what was different was there were no urinals previously there have been bank of cubicles another and another sort of bank of half cubicles with half urinals there were no urinals well, there, there was a urinal where in the block on the right it had two cubicles on each side, and in the middle there was a square which had four urinals. No way! It. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never fucking saw that. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And, and I mean, I used it quite a lot. Oh. And you should see the frustration on people in the morning because people queue and they don't know if they can go in there. And at one point, I remember some. I was going into the urinal, and then a guy behind me was like, "Oh, the urinal's free," and I said, "Yeah." And then another guy in front started shouting at him, going, well, you, sh- you should fucking queue like everybody else. Oh, for goodness sake. And he's like, yeah, you're not, you wait till you're right, I know. And then it started getting like angsty because people were starting to get frustrated. Yeah. Wait for some time. Yeah, because we've said it in the pre-thing as well. It's the old thing with the blokes, you know, 20-minute shit and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I didn't know about the urinals, but regardless, then I do think we need a block that's just urinals. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's four urinals, and the way that they were laid out, really, you could only use two. Because if a guy was at that one, then oh, was there. It's going to be... Unless he was gonna like kind of <laughs> lean on him and go from behind and be like, like just just sway your hips to the left a bit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you was basically pissing on his lap. But yeah, I mean, in the actual rest of the VIP in the Serpents Lair bar, yeah, they have a block which is pure urinals. Yeah. And just chuck another one of them in there. Yeah. That would take out half the male queue. It will. Yeah. Generally. It really would. And then you won't have people using the cubicle for a piss. Which speeds up the poo queue, basically. Basically, yeah. You know, so that's, that's all I think they need to do do with it. It's just separate out, like you know, that that block in the VIP. It's like it's literally you can have fifty people in there having a piss. Yeah. Just chuck one of them in there. Chuck yeah, I, I, that's my biggest thing on that one. Um, all right, well then, Serpent's Lair VIP bar area. No real complaints. Exactly the same as I always. Nah, is. you know, there were some differences this year, which are like good, oh, good differences, right. I think. Right, firstly, there was definitely more seating. Oh, yeah, there was, yeah. Secondly, there's still nowhere near enough seating. Mm-hmm. And I, I get, like, you know, the outside area is quite large. Yep. And there's about 10 benches, and there's room for about 50. We've still untold walkway. Yep. 
So just give us some seats, man. I mean, how many people take VIP? A thousand? More? Oh, wow, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Ten benches, which I'll say six people. So you're seating for 60 people mm-hmm. out of a thousand plus that are there. Yeah, it's not. And I know we're not all going to be in there. We're all moving about and all that. But you get to the point where you almost have queues for the seats. If you see yeah. one go become available, everyone's dashing for it. And it's like, especially in the rain or when you get some food in the morning. I don't understand, like, why you can't just chuck another 10, 20 benches in there. Oh, no, no, as well. Why not position them similar to the way um, they do it at the Lemmy's Bar? Well, rather than having them dotted mm-hmm. around awkwardly, keep them all close together yeah. in one part of it. Replace that shitty ass, yeah. we'll get onto that, replace that shitty ass burger van in the corner and have them lined up there in a row. You yeah, know? yeah, there's loads that could do that. I mean, I think I think the position of them is probably not Bloodstock's fault because I saw people move them all the time. Oh, really? Okay. Especially when it started hammering down rain, you see people dragging them into the tent. Oh, is that why it ended up in the tent? Yeah. Oh, I th- thought they were. No, they, they, they weren't bothered down at that. They're like fold up ones, aren't they? So people oh, were just dragging them around. Oh, that so explains that. Yeah, that. So I think location wise, it was just wherever anyone dragged it to. Right. But you know, from a seating perspective, if it gets to the point where we, what we were finding in our group and in many groups, because I heard other people talking about it, was that they felt that even though they didn't want to, they'd have to carry a chair with them because there is nowhere to sit. Yeah. And if there's a nice sunny bloodstock, it's cool because people just chill on the grass. So there was no chill in there. There, there was no none, none of that, yeah. <laughs> all right, main arena, uh, facilities in the main arena, toilets and all that. Same old, same old, isn't it? It's cubicles. Yeah. Is what it is. It is what it is. No complaints about it. Yeah. There's plenty of toilets. Plenty you know, of them, yeah. I said we talked about the ground, but, you know, again, none of them being held accountable for that. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Literally. loads of them. You know, I never really... Uh, I think last year I did, but this year I never really felt like I had to queue for the urinals or anything like that too dramatically. Yeah. Two times where there might have been one or two people in front of me. But even then it was quick, like quick turnarounds. I think there might have been more toilets this year as well, because I'm, I'm trying to remember, sorry, more port alludes. Uh, I was thinking when we were there that we didn't have that bank in, uh, in the middle. So like it was all down the sides mm. and the urinals were down, down the ends. And then this year there was a bank in the middle. Oh, what, well. by a selfie? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was there before, but I couldn't remember it. I'm not too the sure. I, 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 it, it stuck in my mind. It's because whenever you went to go for a piss, you had to walk like down the line of the toilet. Yeah. Where everyone was queuing to get in there, and the door would be open, and then people would be dashing for it, and you're like trying to get out. Of yeah, the line yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, the fairground rides. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Can we just please get rid of fairground rides at festivals? False. Either that or just. Make a fairground nearby. If people really want to go on a goddamn waltz or whatever. And I get it. For some people, they're fun and all that. And I'm not a killjoy. Have your fun, whatever. To me, the issue is the music fucking blares out, repeats the same shit. I swear to God, if I have to hear Guns N' Roses one more time at Bloodstock over and over again. And it's not that whole area. It's no fun to be around. I hate them. I hate them. I've got no problem with them. I agree agree with the music thing. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of them. Mm. Especially not the ones that are there. I've got no intention, even if there were like some really cool rides there, I wouldn't be going on them because that's just not what I'm there for. Yeah. Um, I agree with you about the music, it gets very annoying. Yes. I think it'd be great if Bloodstock just said to him, like, look, when you come in, here's a 10 track CD that you have to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. this is what you yeah, must play. Yeah, play this, stop playing yeah. that. But um, yeah, generally, if, if people enjoy them, they enjoy them, man. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to sort of be like Killjoy on it, but like, I remember seeing a suggestion on uh, the uh, sort of uh, Bloodstock Metal Forum thing about things that can be improved next year, and I thought this one was fucking brilliant. Which was basically get rid of the fairground rides, make that area a covered seating area. Yeah. And I thought it was fucking brilliant. I was like, yeah, it's far enough away from the main stages, which means people aren't just going to rock up and sit there all day because they cannot see or hear anything. Because the thing about the Lemmy's Bar is that those seats can be see the main stage and, yeah, and, the, new blood. and the new blood. Whereas if it was out of the way and you needed a rest and a chill out bit away from the stages, fantastic. Cover it, yeah. similar to what you do with the... Um, 
the strongman stuff and all that. I think I thought it was a brilliant idea. I don't think they'll do it because I I don't know what month I don't know what the what deal there is for fairground wise. Do you see what I mean? Like if, if Blood started getting like some decent income from it or something, yeah. you know? Um but I mean, to they me get, it's they smart. get used, don't they? That's they the do thing, get used. So. Bumper cars are really popular. Keep the bumper cars. You'd imagine whoever's the purveyor of the fairground ride mm. is paying for a pitch. Presumably so, yeah. So therefore Bloodsucker generating some money from it that yeah. you're not gonna get from you know, a tent and some benches. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. That would yeah. that would suddenly be Vlastic having to pay for something rather than getting money for something instead. So yeah, I do agree with you on that. Right, merch stalls, merch stands. Sorry, the official Bloodstock merch stands. I gotta say, man, I, I thought it was one of the worst I'd seen um, for how goddamn difficult it was to get shirts. Now, if you wanted the official stuff from the big bands, no problem. It's all there, and I get it. Bloodstock's gonna put their stuff on display. Yeah. But the corners, where you normally find the New Blood bands and all that, shocking. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much of it was based on what Bloodstock or the staff were putting up or, um, or the bands not bringing, or the bands not bringing their shit and stuff like that. But honestly, I could have spent, put it this way, I had £300 to spend on merch. Uh, in the end, I think I spent 50 Yeah, it's, a, it's the least amount of t-shirts I've ever come yeah. up with yeah. like, by, a, by a long shot. And, and it's it wasn't trying. Yeah. It was over there all the time asking, like, have you got this back? I got told some weird things by the people there, man. Mm -hmm. I went over on the day that Control the Storm played, which is what we've always believed, is you're only allowed to sell the merch on the day that you play. Yeah. And I asked them, can we have Control the Storm shirts? And they said, no, there aren't any here. And I was like, well, wh how come? And they went, oh, they've already took them all. And this was only about fucking two in the afternoon. And it's like, you can't have taken them all. Wait, so it was Control the Storm that you were talking? I remember you mentioning this. Oh, yeah, I went over there. We didn't get to see a lot of Control of Storm. Mm. I got to see the last track, you know, because I dashed over there and yep. you was putting your the equipment back. And saw the last song. My missus and everybody that we were with were like blown away by it. Yeah. Fucking amazing. We missed something good there. And about an hour or two after that, while we was walking around the merch stand area, I went over there to buy a Control of Storm shirt. And I wasn't told that we sold out. I wasn't told anything about it. I was told, no, we don't have any. They've already picked it all up and taken it. And I don't believe they had. No way. And I was like, and I was arguing, I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were selling it yesterday, it's already gone. I was like, no, because they've only just played. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm sure they took it yesterday. I was like, can you check? And he was like, it's not here. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it wasn't even the fact that a lot of the band's stuff, you know, when you asked for it, wasn't there. It was also, they didn't have it up at all, so you couldn't go over and look. Yeah. There were three or four bands occasionally might get up there. Um, you go over there and you'd be like, like all the bands that are playing, like all the new, where's, where's all the t-shirts, man? Yeah. You know? When uh, Ten Ton Slug um, put up a post on Facebook, I think it was yesterday, about having their Bloodstock shirts still, like some of them were left, I remember thinking, wait a minute, I remember seeing that before, going Bloodstock, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, I'll pick up one of them because it was a specific yeah. Bloodstock design. I didn't see that once yeah. all weekend. Yeah. You know? Fucking sucks. So yeah, um, for the official merch and all that, I, I've got one complaint. Well, I, I thought some of the t-shirt designs this year were pretty cool. I quite like the fact that they've done like a few grey ones and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, one thing though, like sizes, man. Yeah. Um, you got you got to do some kids sizes. Okay. And there are a lot. Of, you know, it's a family friendly festival. There's a lot of kids there. Plus, don't make a big thing about this. Yeah, we went there. We tried. We always pick bring our little girl, seven year old, home a bloodstock t-shirt. Yep. And we asked them for what's the smallest size they do, and the smallest size they do is a small for a child or something like that, which would basically be for like a twelve year old. Oh right. Okay. No smaller than that in any of the official merch. Right. And it's like really. 
for like all these kids around here, like they want yeah, to find t-shirts for that. Uh, again, they didn't specifically say to me they sold out. Mm. Maybe they had them and they sold out. What they told me was, no, we're not doing smaller than that. Right. And we said across any of the t-shirts, they went, no, across all of our t-shirts, that's the smallest we go to, to fit about 12, 12, 13. Mm. I just thought that was a, that's a bit of a strange thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is because you would think they'd have at least a selection. Yeah, they're not like loads. Like, like, yeah, don't get loads of them because you know. But but it is a kid. You know, there's loads of kids there, man. People are gonna buy shirts for their kids. And mm. that sort of what you always get, and you get it on these stands as well, the selling shops, and they only have sort of two sizes or right. like two groups of people. They do us grown-ups, yeah, and then they do baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Do some fucking toddler stuff. Man. Yeah. Seven-year-old, eight-year-old stuff like that. Babies only wearing it because we're forcing them on it. Yeah, but, but actually, when they get seven or eight, and they're like, "Oh, I really like this band, or I really like Parkway Drive," and we can come back and give them a Parkway Drive T-shirt. Yeah. You can't have that. But what you can have is one that says, "My dad loves metal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad Mini rocks Mosher. hard. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I want one with an official band merch, mate. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So kid sizes would be great in a few of your T-shirts. Also, why did Dimmy Borgia merch go up in the end? Mm. This one, uh, I know it's a question asked. Awesome. Sort of been while the merch was there and all that, but surely, like, I don't know, Brussels shouldn't have put it up. I'm imagining maybe like a lot of stuff got sent over beforehand, yeah, and they just, like, oh, I don't know, I don't yeah, know, maybe it got mixed up and it was just out there. Somebody brought it all around as is all the merch for the big bands and they didn't even know, yeah, I yeah. don't know, I didn't uh, know it did actually, so yeah, no, I, I noticed on Sunday, yeah, I wonder if anyone bought some, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lemmy Bar, Lemmy's Bar, um, which is basically the main bar in the main arena. Um, I heavily praised this, the staff behind it, um. In the pre, and I, 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 I'm not. I, it, I'm much, my stance doesn't change. I fucking love that bar. I am. Yeah. Can, can, uh, actually, I'm gonna roll back one as well, though. Uh, we spoke about the VIP. Yeah. And we've also complained about the VIP bar stuff this year. I thought it was oh, great. Yes, actually, they've um, so said it. Yeah. Not on that because we did say like you know sort your lives out and cheer up a little bit. Yep. Obviously, because we asked them to do that, they fucking did. Yep. Uh, the staff behind there, I don't know their names. Some of those people were fucking brilliant. Yep. Genuinely making me laugh. Me trying to order pints of she sells seashells. Oh, that was funny. Hilarious. Yeah, wouldn't let me point at it until I said it about ten times. It was they were much much improved, man. Well done. Well, now you've said it actually. Well, I forgot to put it in here, but you mentioned. Let's just talk staff overall in yeah. the sense, right? So you're right. Bar staff, including me, who complained about some VIP stuff, loved it. Loved the people yeah. I met in Lemmy's. Um, but also want to give a shout out for me personally, security. Fuck, they were, they were particularly in the VIP areas and even out and about. And the guys that, that we kept running into the press area, yeah. um, they had to they had to deal with the shitty weather like us. Probably lacked, let shitty sleep, couldn't enjoy themselves. Yeah, and bar one, bar one, bar one. Go on. Who did nothing wrong? Mm-hmm. But I question his work ethics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was always at the entrance between VIP and the main arena, and it was always him and one other person, and he was always on his phone. Every time I walked past him, he was leaning on the barrier on his phone while the other person was checking everything. I, I said to a, a few people, I might have even said it to you at some point, and I know I, know I spoke to a, one of our other friends that I was there, and he was the same. He was like, this guy's doing nothing. I think I might actually know the one. I'll, 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 I'll describe him after to see if it is the yeah, same guy. I was just like, every, for the whole weekend, every time I walked past him, he was like, just chilled. And everyone else was like friendly, hey guys, you know. Yeah. Like, and he was just there staring at his phone. Sometimes it was like too friendly for like an, uh, we'd be walking yeah. over to the um, press tent at stupid o'clock in the morning. And like the guys at the entrance to Serpent's Lair, morning, how you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, They're the people at the entrance to the press area. Yeah. Uh, cool guys. Yeah. Um, and again, talking on the bars, even in the Sophie tent. Yep. Um, there was one person in particular in there, the quite young looking lady, mm. who just seemed to be grafting. Like she pretty much served me every single time. Really? Uh, and she would 
constant beaming smile, genuinely over the moon to serve everybody. Yeah. And I think every day I went in there and got a drink, and she was always in there working, but at no point across the whole weekend did she not have a smile on her face. Yeah, so yeah, big up the staff. Yeah. And although we have no personal experiences from um, behind the scenes regarding crews and all that, one of the uh, overriding factors we took from the New Blood bands was a lot of the interviews you'll see praised how fucking good they are and how yeah. quick the turnaround and all that. Yeah. We don't see it, but that many different people saying it, yeah. wicked. We also, yeah, I think a few of them also mentioned the thing that I've seen the News Lab staff mention on Facebook before, which is um, apparently they were well fed with biscuits. Oh! <laughs> I like a biscuit. Bring, up, bring a biscuit, they'll do anything for you. Brilliant. Or a packet, I Brilliant. it's not a biscuit. So yeah, I think like, yeah, like staffing wise and yeah. the security and the bar staff and all that, they did wicked, particularly as say, particularly even on a Sunday when people yeah. were a lot more miserable. Every point of it, like, I can't think of, like, you know, even just, even crossing back to the car for a bit yeah you know, the, the poor bugger sitting out of the road every morning without fail yeah morning well you had that funny story though repeat that story oh, but there was one guy that was, um, <laughs> i think he was trying to there was, a, there was a male and a female and i think he was trying to be all like show how metal he was to the female and he was talking <laughs> telling her all about the bands yeah and then he was like yeah uh big band today you might like parkway drive and she was like oh really yeah really cute quite romantic yeah and then uh, he went oh yeah big american band <laughs> so I just quickly go like blood will walk past like Australian <laughs> try and help him out a little bit <laughs> but yeah but yeah like, like every every single entrance exit wherever you ran into anybody it was smart in the morning and I'd walk up to the toilet or I'd walk up to get coffee or anything like that and you'd always see the security who kind of cut through the VIP get into their positions oh uh, yeah and even there in the morning as you walk past them they're all like morning morning yeah. you know genuinely genuinely brightened your day yeah I think they've nailed you know, the people they had this year yeah, it, fantastic man yeah. Showsec I think Showsec yeah people. Yeah. Right, enough respect, man. Great. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you. <laughs> Look, I'm not complaining. I know it's getting, you know, <laughs> but they're coming because we're now going to talk about food. Oh. Food. Um, right. Well, start step by step. For I don't know. Right. So, did you ever eat at the food places inside the VIP? There was a coffee place um, and the nah. burger. Right. So I didn't eat there either. So no comment on that. Uh, in oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got a bacon roll. For okay. That. Decent? Yeah, it was fine. Yep, yeah, coffee, perfect. Coffee was weak as shit, as you of always course. get. Like, it's um, big tankers, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, to be fair to them, they was doing their best as well. They were battling the elements. The, the front of the, 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 one of the coffee places, the stall was like, the sugar kept being blown off the milk. They were trying oh, to hold it together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The coffee tastes like piss. Um, <laughs> but, you know, six, sorry, 7.30 in the morning. You're just going uh, to have one, know, yeah. It's, it's just nice it's to have a drink. coffee. But yeah, the bacon rolls and all that were smashing. Probably I've loaded them as well. Oh, really? It was great. It wasn't huh. like, here's, one here's slice. orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one slice and a yeah. massive bap. Um, inside the VIP, there was a coffee place. I have forgotten the name. They're every fucking time. Monks? Monks? Monkshood. Monkshood. Um, yeah, yeah, I Monks mean... Hill. Yeah, anyway, Monk. Monk something. They're the, they're the regular guys. They've been there every... They've been there as long as I've been going to Bloodstock, which is six years now. Um, always really, really... They're, they're like a professional coffee place. Yeah, I've been there. They take coffee. their time. But I think I've been a coffee from this. Year. Oh, okay, but I did last year, and you know I know that they they are decent coffee. Yeah, you know, and the only reason I didn't is because whenever we were coming into there, it was because we were coming in to get started on the press. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they 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 a popular popular addition yeah. to it. Next to them was a, a food place. Yeah. I don't know the name of it, but you'll know it if you've been were in there. I had one thing from that place. And it was because I was like, look, I need to eat something because I can eat this to my wife. Can you just pop over there and grab me something before we do the next round of interviews? And 
I think this. Uh, it's been a long time since I've eaten something this bad at a fucking festival. This burger cost eight pound fifty as well. There's been a big conversation. We'll maybe get to the end about pricing anyway. Um, eight pound fifty for this greasy, undercooked, fucking horrid burger that I had like three or four mouthfuls on. Was like, nope, I cannot eat this. I'm chucking it in the fucking bin. Furious. I was actually really annoyed about it because yeah. it was like that, that, like. That's not bloodstock. That felt like, to me. That felt like I transport transport back to two thousand and nine at bloody download, where like you expected shitty burgers and were just grateful that you yeah. had anything to eat. It's like an industrial estate sort of burger, isn't it? But at a festival price. Oh yeah, that's, that's the, thing. the biggest you, you thing. Chuck me a greasy burger like that for a three quid. Um, it is what it on, is. It's on me. Yeah. It? You pay eight pound fifty for it. You, I'm not. You're not expecting fucking like the Ritz, but you know you want your meat cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't eat from there, oh, but I do good. know two other people that we were who did and all they did actually get from there was a portion of chips and they threw half of them away because half of them were undercooked don't um, have them back they're terrible they actually were and I didn't eat from there so I'm not going to like hammer you whatsoever <clears throat> but you were my biggest disappointment food wise from the whole festival anyway because of who you replace because last year the oh, band that was there instead was a breakfast band the, um, and you could get a full English breakfast they worked in partnership didn't they with monks that's food. right so you could pay 10 bob get a nice coffee and uh, you know, nice breakfast. They had a name of something that was like effectively like black pudding and everything stuffed yeah, in the one yeah. thing, the coffin yeah. brick or something like that. Yeah, and it, and it was cracking food. We had yeah. that pretty much every morning last year. So I, I felt like, yeah, it's a shame that they weren't there. It's a big step down. Mm. Big step down. So we won't go for every food place. No. Um, where we ate really. we, yeah um, keep and we'll, we'll keep one to the very end. You know what we're coming to at the very fucking end. But um, and we, we are going to have slightly different opinions on some of this stuff purely because you are more fussy about your food of course I. yes um, and also I didn't eat at a vast amount of places yeah yeah that's true I didn't I didn't, I didn't eat very much at Bloodstock yeah with you. We, we, we were because of noise we were busy for so long and then yeah. it was like see a band it just didn't really come up yeah, yeah. I yeah. think um, the two major places I ate was the paella place yeah which um, vegetable paella I absolutely adore I'm really happy with that and um, the Texas Smokehouse where I wrecked myself for the rest of the night by proceeding to have chili chips and a chili hot dog at the same time. And I was fine until I got home and then I had horrible heartburn all night long. No heartburn. I never get heartburn and I had terrible heartburn. Well, the best food that I had there yeah. was my last day when I had the burrito. Oh, you had a, oh, of course you had a burrito. burrito yeah. Stand. I can't remember what the stand is called. Mm. Burrito, I think it's called Burrito Boys. Burrito Boys, yeah. Um, and it was fucking delicious. Yeah. Like the braised, or, orange braised beef with you know chili sauce all, all the all the works barring the white stuff what they put in there the oh why uh, yeah yeah avoid that shit like yeah. that, right? <laughs> uh, jalapenos everything all over it and it, it's just fucking great food man and a massive portion of it you know i think it was like eight quid or something like that or nine quid you're talking about your burger yeah 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 and you saw the thing that come back yeah i remember you eating so yeah i was having to eat it with a fork <laughs> that i would have to i hope they come back and because i'll eat that again all day long right um a bit more range there i guess would be good because they only do chicken or beef oh so right. if you're not a fan of beef then you don't want to risk the chicken chicken you kind you of can't, yeah yeah like but but yeah the beef was fantastic i had um, a lot of people sorry uh go on no no i was, I was going to move on to this the only other one that i ate like really properly which was the hot dog place Again, I don't know the name of it. It was like a massive foot long. This is the one near the main, uh, the yeah, main stage, yeah, wasn't it? Opposite I think I know the one you're about. Yeah, behind the sound sort of area. Um, but again, it was good. Very, very good. Yeah, I, I don't know how much it was because my missus bought it. Well, okay. Um, covered in onions. 
and it was very, very nice. It's a hot dog. Yeah. Happy days. Um, talking of your missus, she ate at the pie place. She did. Who yeah. complained about that? Uh, not from her. Right, she was happy. Yeah, she um, yeah, she had pies from there twice. Mm. She had that minted lamb one first time around, which you know she proper adored. Yeah, I remember. I was walking along with you guys with that one. Yeah, and then on the last day when we had something to eat before we shot off, she got like I think it was like ham and mushroom or chicken and mushroom or something, oh, something like that. Something straightforward. Which again, yeah. she she you know she she devoured. So uh, it seemed extremely popular. I mean, in terms of a queue, the, uh, the it was only really the burrito, the pie. Over in that far corner, there was a pie place, a burrito place, ostrich burger, and something else. But I can't remember the something else which had the biggest queue of all. Oh. Yeah, it was a massive queue. Um, yeah, I can picture it, but... Other than that one, the pie place, like, you know, it, they were quick and all that, don't get me wrong, but she every time she went there, there was a massive queue. Right. So they might... Oh, it's the Yorkshire pudding place. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, that yeah, was, that yeah. Was, I didn't, you know, I didn't have it because I, I looked at... When I went over there, right, here's, what, here's how fussy I am about food. I walked over there planning to get a pie. I looked at the queue, so I went, I'm going to get Yorkshire pudding. I looked at the queue, the burrito boy's queue was a lot shorter. Uh, just like, that's there. what I'm going to do. And it was the right decision anyway. Yeah, you made the right call. But yeah, she, she enjoyed the pies. I had a bit of a chicken pie at the end of it, a mash and all that. It all, it all tasted fine to me. Very much enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, ultimately, though, we're going to come down to this, and it was talked uh, quite heavily about it, but we've got he's got experience now as well. First off, I cannot fucking believe, not only was there one Easy Cheesies, not only was there two Easy Cheesies, there were fucking three yeah. Easy... How much were they struggling to get people to pitch up that they felt the need to have three Easy Cheesies? I couldn't believe it. The quality of... The choice of food I felt was lacking this year. There was a couple of major things missing. Hippie Chippy was missing. Yeah. Um, was called we really missing that nice coffee place inside it was Mr. T's, Mr. T's but yeah. I'm not big on tea so and all that, like even if I do it's literally like if I have a cup of tea I'm, I want it black yeah, and strong it was, again it was a nice morning thing wasn't it because it was mm. toasties as well yeah that's yeah, really yeah, missing nice stodgy cheese and ham toasty or whatever yep yeah. but um, <laughs> easy cheesy fucking infuriated me and then yeah. you went and bought some <laughs> yeah I did buy some <laughs> Um, to be fair, their chips are actually nice. Their curly fries are really nice. Yep. Um, there's no problem with the actual food they cook. Your problem with them is the cheese. Yes. Um, which is kind of their selling point, so that's a fair problem to have. Yeah, you know, easy cheesy, yeah. Easy chip, so, <laughs> so. Um, I don't mind it, the, the liquid cheese stuff. I said to you at some point while eating it, it was like, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll eat it and it's fine, but it's, it, you, know, you, you never go back. No. Go, well, oh, that's fucking cracking. I'm going to go back there tomorrow. You go, right, I've had it now, that's done. My problem with them was that they, the guy just... They also, I don't know how much cheese, maybe maybe they get paid based on the ladles of cheese they give out. Right. Because I went up to it oh, and I was yeah, like, so much. just put a little bit of cheese on there. Not much, not yeah. much of it. And I thought that'd be all right, I'll have the chips and then I'll have a little bit of cheese. Yeah. And he ladled one on there and I was like, it was so much, I was like, no more than that. And he ladled again and I was like, dude, stop. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was swimming in it. I was like, what the fuck? So he's probably like, yeah, I don't know if they get like a pound per ladle to give away or something like that, man. But Yeah, three is three excessive. Three too much. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, 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 there's nothing, there's nothing, like, it's not like one stand's doing burgers and hot dogs and one stand's doing chips and, and, and other things. They're all just doing the same thing. And everywhere we looked, and I pointed out to you once, didn't I? I was like, look at the queues at the food places, look at easy Yeah, you did. Not a single person. That's right, yeah. So I do think, you know, it's not on Bloodstock because it, I suppose it, they can say no. But if they got three pitches and easy cheesy say, we're going to pay you for three pitches. They're going to take it. Them. Yeah, they're going to take you know? it, yeah. It's on the other people, isn't you know, like we we all missed the T's back, but you know, Bloodstock can't make them come back. Yeah, yeah, the, we yeah. need them to want to come back and then pick up a pitch. Go back further. I we want Delhi Kate back, but obviously yeah. she's now retired and we're not going to get that. So do you mean you might want it? The only other thinking about the only other food place I did, which again, like 
was anti all the rules that Carl puts in place around food. As I had chicken. And oh, chips. you had chicken and chips. You yeah. did um, from the Sorry, fried chicken place. So risky, mate. I like to live life on the edge. Yeah, so, I mean. And to be fair, two positive. One positive, one negative. Positive. It was very well cooked. Good. Very very well cooked chicken. And I'm not an idiot, and I'm just gonna eat chicken. I, I pull it apart. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If I open this thing up and I see like, and a feather comes out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I tend to like open it up and like, yeah, that's well cooked. I eat that. Um, there ain't no KFC in terms of whatever their fucking secret ingredient is. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I know what your secret ingredient is. I'm pretty sure it's grease. Okay. Because as much as I did enjoy it, greasy kind of chicken is nice occasionally. Don't get me wrong, but it was like you know it's dodgy with grease with no real kind of spice or any kick to it that it was just like kind of pulling it apart and if you squeezed it, it was oh like, yeah it's so horrible so yeah it wasn't great chicken but it was well it was cooked well which was which was good um yeah i actually remembered yeah i also ate at the mac and cheese place oh yeah you did i had a mac and cheese yeah. um Mac and cheese. And, uh, Mac and cheese. Yeah, I, I, it's not something I eat regularly, and uh, I didn't mind it. Didn't love, like, didn't love it. It's one of those things where it's like I ate it once. Now that was a good stodgy meal, though, isn't it? That's what it was. It's a, it's a tummy filler. It's a pasta, so yeah. it's kind of like yeah, that'll do. Although I did try to go back there on Sunday, and um, someone jumped in front of me in the queue and got served, and I got really, I, I got really annoyed, and the woman behind the counter who's doing the money like looked at me and was like, oh, and I was just like, and walked off, you know. But that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bit like that. Are <laughs> <laughs> you right? So, the only other thing, though, like, which isn't um, a food place, but is a shop. Well, well yeah, shops was going to be next. You are going to do it. Yeah, sorry, we're going to talk about shops. Oh, yeah, yeah look, it's on the itinerary. It is on the itinerary, yeah. Shops. So, I'll, I'll do an overall thing first. Yeah. With a statement. Yeah. I think it, I think the shops at Bloodstock need a refresh. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, right, there's one other type of shop, though, I want to I wanna, I wanna touch on before we get into these main shops. And okay. It's this uh, camp shop that they have in the main Oh, arena, right. Which is... It's not a fucking shop, man. It's like a fucking car boot fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, what have you got today? We've got three boxes of dads and two t-shirts. <laughs> I came for a camping chair. Oh, no. Come back tomorrow, you never yeah. know. <laughs> what the fuck are we'll, you? We'll see what we find at the we dump. We sell cigarettes. How much? 15 quid a box. Mm. Mm, okay. That just meant people went and jumped in their cars. So we, yeah, we're all going greener. We can't buy stuff here, so we all jump in our cars and drive around the local area trying yeah. to buy stuff because the camping shop either doesn't have it, has it, but it's from 1922. Yep. Or it's charging you like 150% of the price so I think that shop should just fuck off yep you know and, and I've never been to it but apparently this Frank's camping shop the one in the um, yeah. main campsite if this is as good as everyone says it is put it in the fucking arena yeah put that in the arena yeah tell these little fucking nobody shops which like basically just there to rip people off they can yep. fucking go and sit in a campsite agreed yeah bring that Frank's one into the main yeah. arena because apparently it is pre- pretty bang on except for playing like drum and bass at three in the morning or is something it? okay but um, don't bring it yeah, I imagine it will get away from the arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but overall, the shop. So the layout was the same. And to be honest, I'm 99% sure every shop was the exact fucking same as been for the last couple of years. Had the same stuff that they didn't sell last yeah, year. That's yeah, That's what it felt like. It's, um, we walk around, we do a big lap of it. Yeah. And I mean, some of them, some of them are cool, right? Um, I like the, the kind of record collecting, cassette collecting ones. Yeah. Like that. You see loads of cool things. In yes. There. I don't think they're priced very well. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Um, if I'm at a, uh, a camp, at a festival, yeah, and I go into someone's stall and they're selling like a Rotten Christ vinyl, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but if I can get it for the same price from Rotten Christ, I'll just do that when I get home. Yeah. So if you're going to charge me the same price, why would I give the money to you when I can give it to Rotten Christ? That's kind of how we operate, so, yeah. So you go into these things thinking, oh, we'll pick up a bargain, and then you pick up, oh, look, here's Metallica's Master of Puppets on vinyl, 33 quid. 
I don't think even fucking Metallica charged that anymore. Yeah. So you, you, know, you kind of get to the point where actually there's the CD record and cassette kind of patches and all that. It's called a browse. There's very little point in picking any of it up. Yeah. You know? The clothes shops are just tired as fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, I tired mean, as genuinely. fuck. There's nothing... I'm so sick to death of seeing people... of seeing wolf t-shirts. Yeah. You know, well, you're going into these things looking for band t-shirts. And some of them are so random. Like, you know that I was looking at those... um black kind of work shirt that's right yeah and I was like well, it'd be cool if they had a Pantera one yeah, that's the kind of Pantera thing you're going through them and they've got a Green Day one and a Blink on it too yeah yeah because yeah, that's that's very much what Blink on it too used to work wearing it it's almost like you've gone through their warehouse and been like what what have we got what um, shirts have we got what transfers have we got mm, slap all them on there absolutely job done um, I do want to give a shout out to one shop I never want to see go now I can't remember the name of it but it's it, combina- it combines um horror stuff as well as like some unique band stuff with quite clever designs yeah um uh, they do prints now i have a lot of their prints which is designed by i think the shop's father owner's father and they also do cushions cushions with horror designs on it we picked up two last year we picked up two this year yeah, 245. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah fucking love that place yeah there are some that's what i mean it's not all of those seasons of mist is a good one seasons of mist is a good one mm. Although I'm not, I, I still haven't forgiven them for the T-shirt from a couple of years back about killing Lars or fuck off Lars. Oh, was, was that them? I'm pretty sure that was them. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah. But Season of Mist is a good shop. Yeah. Um, and the EMP one was pretty good actually as well. Um, merch that they had in there. I didn't go into EMP. Um, I'm sure it was EMP, wasn't it? Where Dan picked up his... Uh, oh, um, Pericon. In Pericon. Pericon, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah Dan picked up some junk. Yeah, they, they had some pretty cool stuff in there. Yeah. Um, it just but needs a refresh. Yeah. Just needs some like something it's, different, a few different variations. I'm tired of going passing another shop that's selling a bazillion horns and hats and stuff yeah. like that. The same one, you know. I don't, I don't know what the answer here is because it's a very con- contained and it's very a, familiar. Yeah, it is, and it's like, and again, it's not really. I don't even know if there is an answer because I guess what happens is that there are pictures available, and then people take the pictures. And that's that. And that's really what it is. And I guess they wouldn't come if they ain't selling product. Presumably so. so they yeah. Must be selling some stuff. You know, but um, yeah, I'm not seeing what. Uh, I think there was, although if you're going to tell, it's probably not for me, and I can't remember the name of it. But there was the place that was very popular as well, which was looking after the dreadlocks and all that sort of stuff. Which, if I'm listening to film, if I don't point out, she went in there three or four times. Oh, really? Um, they were fantastic. They put a few beads in for her. Is it? Okay, didn't know she'd done that. That's cool. I asked them what they could do for me, and she laughed, and, uh. then, and then pointed out the one blonde wig they had left. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't even like, look at your beard and think we could put No, some... no, no, I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I took my hat off. I was like, what can you do for me? Like, well, we got that. So they had a sense of humour as well, which was uh. cool. Yeah, I um, mean, like stuff. I think what was on the other side because there were some things on the other side as well, which um, we had like offend my eyes. Um, obviously uh, the, the selfie candle candles. Yep. Oh, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's Simon Hall's and his wife's yeah. candle place. Um, and we picked up one. Heathen today. wax. Heathen wax. That's it. But, yeah, my, we picked up one today, which was cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's some some all right stalls, and then some that are just there every year, and they don't seem to replenish their stock. Or yeah. Whatever they do have, and like you know, there's a, the jewelry place. Which is some really cool jewellery. It really does have some really neat jewellery and it's affordable prices, all that sterling silver and all that sort of stuff. But everything, we went there and we were, my missus was looking to get um, the Nordic cross, the Viking emblem, right. on a ring. Because they had loads of them on a ring. And everything we asked about was like, have you got that in this side? No, that and that side. Yeah, because they're not a proper shop. It's like, this is what we got. Yes, you kind of just got to... So you'd be like, oh, I really like that design, but that ring doesn't fit me. Have you got it in my size? No, we haven't got it in your size. Of How course. About that pendant? No, we haven't got that one. But, you know, and you're just yeah. like, you do that for 10 minutes, you go, okay, you move on. You just give up, yeah. You go to the next shop, and you go and see if you can find a, a, you know, a band, like a Rotten Christ t-shirt, because they played in it a bit. It's like, wolf, 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 
kids teach that my dad liked metal yeah we agree it needs a refresh right while it's in my mind i didn't write here again um so i remember let's talk about the people of bloodstock the general Can public we, before let's just do one more little bit on the stands quickly right okay yeah go on um Chari uh, charity stands, mental health stands. Oh, the, uh, all that sort of stuff. Right, right, of course. Um, obviously, Just, Sophie, I thought it was fantastic um, that they were the young minds. I think was that's there. it. Uh, there was a real strong representation of them, and it was really cool to be able to walk around. And almost in every corner of the arena, there was this place that people go for help. So only a little bit on it. I just think that's cool. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just like oh, you know, there's a tent over there somewhere over the back. It's true. They seem to be dotted around absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, cool. Yeah, um, supporting the good causes there, bloodstock. Yeah, All right. Talking about good causes, then people, 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 the general people that we run, mm. and not not who we run into, but just the, the people we don't know. Yeah. Um. Did you run into any dickheads? Did I run into any dickheads? No, I don't think I did. Same here. Um. Nah. No. Seem, no. Seem, seem Everybody pretty... seemed really chilled. Um. Really having a good time. Yep. In a way. Mm. Thinking about it. Because this depends how far we go with whether a dickhead or not. Everyone that I ran into was cool. I had a few conversations with people. I had one guy who, I can't remember who I was waiting for, but he came out of the VIP and just decided he was going to high-five absolutely everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He queued to get signings with Rotting Christ and all the people in the crowd were cool as fuck and everyone was having a good laugh and a chat and all that. So everywhere I ran into people, that was fine. But then you get the random shit like the guy lying asleep in the doorway to the Sophie tent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, he hasn't done anything to me personally, but it's fucking pitch black. And when you know you trip over you, or you yeah. put your chair there, you think you had one who gave you a filthy look when you walked into their chair. I walked into their chair. You know, they looked like they wanted to kill me. Yeah. Couldn't see their fucking chairs pitched up. We'll so, get to chairs at the end. Yeah. So, that, that, yeah. So, generally, I thought everybody looked like they were just having a crack. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, sit at a bench and people sit down with us. Everyone's having a joke and a laugh yeah. and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's cool. It, yeah, I generally, uh, I've got no, no, like, oh, this happened to me stories. Generally, didn't anyone that kind of did talk to me, um, or like, you know, sometimes when you're having a piss, the worst time you want to get to a chat with a stranger is at your rhino, but that's when they decide to really want to talk to you, you know? Um, but yeah, mostly, and you know, I, I'm not always the friendliest of per people, at least I don't think I am. Once I get talking to someone, I'm fine. Yeah. But at first, I don't think I'm an approachable guy often. Oh, um, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so was, that was really, really cool. And like, I, I, you know, um, we'll do captures in a minute, but I do want to also touch upon the people um, that we've either met over the years that either came, saw my the hats mm. or saw face and came up. And either we interviewed them last year on bands or we just made friends and for whatever reason and so on. Uh, one of the things was that it did not that make me feel special in front of that, but it generally made me really feel at home when there was a point where I walked from the main stage to the Sophie stage, and I think I walked into four different people who I hadn't met before, like had, who I'd met previous times. Yeah. And I, my son was like to me, oh God, you're famous and all that, like a job. <laughs> and I was like, no, Dan, like, I met these people and stuff like that. It was, yeah. I got, I, I run into Alpha Omega, who were banned and played the Eagle last year, a thrash band, great. And it was just awesome to have a catch up with them. The boys from Sarkath, um, Steve from Dem Demo Demo Democratus, Democratus, however you say their band's name. It was just really nice to sort of like, oh, hello, how you doing? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, shout out to the guy that tapped me on my back while we were watching the band in the main stage. And I think he said he worked with Metal Blade yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's just, yeah, it's cool. shit, that was lovely. Yeah. You know? And it's nice when you've been there for a while, now, especially with the interviews, because you do, you do sometimes, even, even though you don't have to necessarily approach them, but you see familiar faces as well. And there were other bands there that I saw, like, and we saw walking about. 
and you know I'm, we're not like the sort of people that are just going to come up and necessarily interrupt you yeah you know, I think I saw Earthbound walking around yep. three or four times but every time I saw them they looked like they was on a mission running towards the oh, stage oh right okay I'm not going to jump in and stop you we saw um, Melissa from Aonia yeah um, yeah at the Jaeger stage I'm sure 99% sure it was her yep yeah. yep um, and if, yeah, just a few familiar faces out there around. So it kind of gives you that little bit of a oh, like, with a massive chat sort of thing when you see people all around you. With a lo- massive long chat with um, he used to be in oh, fuck, I've forgotten um, the band last year. Oh my, Equinox, oh, uh, his uh, new yeah, band yeah, Reaper. Yeah. Um, him and his uh, girlfriend, a lovely chat with him yeah. on I think Friday, Friday evening in the thing. So that was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it starts to make where you're like shit. We're actually a part oh, of this. God. You're so famous. No, well, you're not even because of the GBHBL connection, but more just for like. Okay, you know our face or whatever, you know my new yeah, I mean, head. It's a testament, doesn't it, to the idea that it's a family yes. fun festival and a community. Yeah. And it makes it feel more like a community when you're walking through a crowd of a sea of 11,000 or whatever strangers. Yeah. Uh, depending on how many people are there in a day. And it's like, hey, how you doing? You know, yeah, that's yeah, that's, I love that. Amazing. Yeah. But then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the people on their uh, negative. Now we obviously talked about camp chairs leading into it. Um, I didn't expect it to be. I think it was the worst year I've been for camp chairs. Yeah. Um, fuck you if you took your camp chair and went fucking how deep into that crowd? How deep? Now no one. We always say this. You need to sit down, guys. We get it. It's tiring. Trust us. Brendan said it best. I think at another point uh, on Sunday where we're not gonna sit down, but you don't you don't have to look at those chairs with envy sometimes. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah, the people that are going deeper and deeper and then on that side of the stage, the new blood side of the stage, that is becoming a hazard. Yeah, it's just, I don't understand. It's not, I don't understand the thinking of people. That's what it is because you, we've said it before, right? The new blood stage, social to stay, anywhere it is, you can put a chair down. We get it. You know, we we want your chairs sometimes. Yeah. But it's just about using your common sense and thinking, or, or lacking, maybe being a little bit more humble and like not so arrogant and thinking, this is the main walkway everyone comes in, but yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm sitting here. Yep. Why would you think like that? Yep. I would never do that. More because I wouldn't feel like I need to piss everybody off. Why yeah, would I, yeah. Why would I put myself in the way? You know you're going to be annoying people. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. At some points, the main stage, and again, I think I said this to you, or I said it to somebody that was there, it looked, it looked like a theatre. Yeah. You know, there was just rows of chairs, not far back, like 10 people away from the main stage. You know, if you were at the side. Yep. And it was just like, wow, this is getting really bad. Um, I actually think, genuinely, and I know this will suck for a lot of people, I think Bloodstock should do something about that. Yep. I think they should have had security come out and say, you guys need to move your chairs back. Yep. You're a fucking hazard. Yep. I think the security in the tents should have been saying to him, you need to move your chairs away from the entrance. Yep. You know, I, I know they can't look after everything all the time, and a lot of stuff we have to look after ourselves. But unfortunately, but it appears that some people just haven't got the fucking common sense to th- or... or the consideration. I don't think it's common sense. I think it's consideration. Consideration. It's arrogance. It's a rudeness to think that a thousand people want to walk through here, but I'm more important than you, so I'm putting my fucking chair here. Agreed. And you can walk around me. Agreed. What sort of the fucking attitude is that? No, I 100% agree. I can see if this continues. It's, it's like anything. Once you take the piss, they have to step in. I think they have to step in. They've always had a a a a, 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 um, a sort of general rule, which is oh, don't put your cap and chair past the sound desk and stuff like that. They're gonna have to start. They're gonna have to start implementing this if this they're continues. They've got to do something because what will happen is if they continue, what it's starting to do and what it will do is it will generate bad blood between the people that are there because it will just take somebody to walk into a chair and for him to say to the wrong person like, "Oh, you banged into my chair," 
and we need to go, why you put your fucking chair there? And off it to goes. have your proper kickoff at Bloodstock. Yeah. And then security are breaking up fights. Yeah, because And as of that, that grows, you know, because of stupid things like that, and then, you know, then try and sell your tag as a family, kid-friendly festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you've got to control what people are doing because unfortunately people can't control themselves. That's it, that's it. You know, and like I said, we stand what we're saying. We sit, just sit back. Yeah. Sit back and don't do 10 fucking long, 10 long scene and arrangements and decide this is where I'm staying for today. And also as well, do try in, in a selfie in a tense. Think about it. It's dark. There are bad people are moving around. It's small. That's what I knocked into a chair. It was in selfies, and there were people lying on the floor near darkness. And you're like, you're trying to like, yeah. you, you just come on. You want to lie down in the selfie stand and have a little sleep? It's got sides. Yeah. Go where, to the where fucking sides. Going to lie down. Yeah. You know. You know? Mm. Yeah. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I find the whole thing. I find it frustrating. Massively baffling. Uh, and for, yeah, I find it frustrating too but I just find it baffling because it's, it's trying to get an insight into a person's mind not not uh, not the fact that your chair's there but it's what in your mind made you think it was alright to put it there yeah you know, how does your mind work that you felt so little for everybody around you that you felt you had the right away there yep to just plot your chair there I agree I that agree coming to find where he sleeps and then putting my chair in his entrance to his tent yeah yeah, yeah. Said, no 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 you, you've all got to walk around me to get into your tent that's right yeah you wouldn't do that because it's rude it is it is Right, move on from that. Um, I haven't got it here again, but it, um, it's in my mind. Um, let's talk about Bloodstock's drive to recycle. Get us to sort of change yeah. our ways. How do you think that overall went? I thought it went fantastically, considering yep. the challenges they had and the challenges that they had that then caused challenges for us, which right. was mainly around what fucking bins, what for what type yeah. of Yeah, <laughs> the bin shit. And, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I'm not suggesting they... You overuse plastics, but in all honesty, it was calling out for a sticker on a bin. It was, yeah. Um, it wasn't their fault about the wind, but they had cardboard signs or wooden signs, very light wood, up behind them saying plastics, metals, food waste, that mm. sort of thing. They were there for like less than the first day, I yeah. think. And then you know, you come out, and there was just a bank of six bins. And I was opening them to try and see what it was, but by then it was mixed. Yeah, I did the like, same. I don't know where to put them anymore. So mm. I would still put it in the bin, which is a fucking good step. That's the start. Um, I thought the campsites. We're a lot cleaner. Yep. I thought the arena was mostly a lot cleaner. There were points where I thought, like, fucking hell. Uh, you know, like, um, and I think this was, but the, the, the point where it fell apart yeah. was because of us, again, us stupid humans, I think. Mm -hmm. And that is when they no longer had enough recyclable cups behind right. the tent. Uh, so now they were having to give, and they probably didn't have the time to keep filling your ones. Yep. So now they were giving you the plastic ones and then you were just walking away with your recyclable one and the plastic one, right? So what people then started doing, I think it was on the Sunday I noticed it the most around the main arena, was then they would pour it into their proper cup and then the plastic one was down on the floor. Right. Now all the while, those plastic ones weren't being used, I didn't see them around anywhere. Right. You know, the floor wasn't clean, but it was cleanish. Yeah. It was in a good place. And then on the Sunday, you're going up there, you're giving them your cup and saying, can I have a pint of whatever? And they weren't filling your cup. They were coming back with a, pre-filled plastic yeah. cups saying there you go yeah now I saw a lot of stuff people giving them grief about not having enough but that's wrong right because there is a limited amount you can you can't you don't just buy 50,000 of them and yeah. keep giving them out man you don't the point is is that you get your cup and you go and go I know that we did this and I'm sure a hundred and thousand a thousand other people did as well is there were plenty of times when I went up there and I forgot my cup. Yep. So I bought another one. That's what I did, yep. Uh, I think I came home with nine. I think we came home with quite a few too. Well, <laughs> the point between me and my wife, who are the only two out of our 
household that went is that we're going to come back with two. Yeah. And then there's seven for other people. Yes. And, I, and that's on us. That's on us. Uh, and it's on everyone else that did it as well. And the amount of times I went out thinking, oh, I forgot my fucking cup or I've left it in the tent or my missus has got it. Yeah. So I bought another one, I bought another one, I bought another one. Yeah. And guess what? They ran out. Shocking, you right? Know? <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that that was on us. I did see one or two occasions, but these aren't like um, thousands of people. Uh, we were in the new blood tent. I don't know who it was. I know we were sitting down, we was chilling, we was watching a band. Um, and then two people that had been sitting almost dead on, they got up and left half eaten plates of food. Right. And just walked out and left them there. And I just thought, that, you know, that that is the epitome of what people are trying to change. Yes. And that like, you think hey, it's okay to do that. Oh, you, yeah, you're eating your food. You're walking out, man. And there's, there's a bank of bins outside. So you could literally, as you walk out, pop it in the bin. Yeah. But you just left it on the floor for some dude to come and pick up for you. Yeah. You know, so there are still people that need to really sort their lives out. It was a good... It, scumbags, really. To go yeah. With it. I, I find them despicable. I think if you can just literally get up and, like, treat it like that, it says a lot about you as a person. I really think it... Absolutely. It, you know... Um, You're a filthy fucker. Basically, yeah. And I do think so t- there, were teething, harsh, but... there were teething problems this year, but I think considering the challenge yeah. that was given... I think it went better than I could expect. I wasn't happy to see um, these banks of plastic cups being used to pour into our pint glasses yeah. behind it. I think that could be done because the whole thing is about speed. Yeah. But then I'm like, why couldn't there be jugs? And then the jug gets poured into one beer yeah. and stuff like that. You know? The problem is, is that the, nobody would be happy with that because how long has your jug sat there for? And it, it's just, uh, I, no, but you know what I mean? There yeah. would be a complaint about it. The, it People it, want, when you're getting an ale out of a cask, People want it to be a freshly poured. Oh, wine. when it comes to the L, it's fair enough. But if you were asking for like, um, you know, um, an IPA or something, yeah. the the tap stuff, that's you kind of you kind of know because they've already lined up these fucking glasses anyway. So they're already sitting there. Yeah. Um, to me, it makes no difference. And now I'm not if I'm going up there. My my number one drink on the weekend, which I'm so pleased to see that because I really struggled with booze this year finding what I love was Hobgoblin IPA. Right. Um, so that was my major drink that I drank. Um, and I knew I wasn't getting a freshly poured, you know, yeah, yeah, each yeah. time. I, you live a bit. It's a festival, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think, look, you know, it's the first year of this proper drive. Mm. Um, I think they've done, I think it went really well. I think most people that were there did a great job. Yeah. I think Bloodstock did a great job. They provided facilities. They need to provide more. Of course. There weren't enough. Um, the bins need to be emptied a bit more regularly because they were quite full. That as well, yeah. Things like in the VIP area. We bag up all our rubbish and all that, but could, you could do with more places to dump it. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's a like a, lot, a wealth of places where we can take all our rubbish. Yeah. You know, you kind of walk around. We, we did quite well. I'm quite proud of what we did. We had multiple carry bags on the go. We had a plastics one. We had a cardboard one. We had a general waste one, a food waste one. And then when we wanted to go, we could go and pour that into the right recycling. Yeah, that's what we yeah. If we could figure out which one it was. Yeah, that's the only thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, but generally, if you were just like collecting up your, your rubbish or anything like that, which is still a good step, and then you went up to the bins, you, you know, I would imagine a lot of people were then just chucking like whatever was in the bin, in, in your bag, into the bin. Yeah. So, you know, I think you can, there's still more that could be done. Most of it's got to come to the people though, man. It can't be a bloodstock. It, it's a bloodstock initiative, but it's meant to be a, it's a human initiative. It requires us to do it. It was never going to work. And there was obviously some problems with it because although bloodstock have put up some very good pictures, um, which are great. Yeah. They look fantastic. And they uh, do. You know, I'm not going to diss them. I know some people have said, oh, I bet if you turn the camera to the right, it looks different. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right? Even if they do turn the camera to the right, it looks different. That's still a huge pit patch of grass. It's a damn that good is fucking thing. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't like that before. And then you see other festivals like Boomtown. And yeah, the comparison and stuff. stuff. Like, Fuck fucking hell. hell. I, feel, I love what Bloodstock were doing with anyone who did hand in a tent. And it was going to, to homeless people, essentially. Yep. 
fantastic. Not going for recycling, be, being recycled, being upcycled. Yes. Yeah, know, yeah. Which is a fucking great thing. Um, but apparently it was only four out of five camps on every picture that's what, that he kept referring to. Or, or three of the four camps. Whatever amount of camps there are, there was one less. They basically, Bloodstock kept saying in their post, basically well done to four out of the five camps. Right. Uh, so one of the camps... I'm going to guess. I'm going to take a wild guess. Yeah. yeah. Come on, you Didn't guys. Give a fuck. Um, I read some things about well, actually what they were doing was emptying the bins out onto the floor. Oh, so they could do the little um, um, little games. At some point, then what security started doing was taking the bins out of there. Okay. Um, so then they had nowhere to throw their rubbish, which is their excuse to just chuck it on the floor. Uh, you know, so you read stuff like that. I, I don't know it was Miko, but I'm assuming it was. Um, and you just think like, okay, fine. Because we're all so naughty. Well, it's just because it's got the rep as the party camp. Don't mean you got to be dicks about it. The thing is, yeah, the thing is now, like, even if people don't want to binge out, people are like, oh, we go there. You, you come in a bloodstock to do that. Yeah. Which is just like weird, man. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. It's a massive step in the right direction. And hopefully everybody can do a little bit more next year and go even further. Well, we're just building it, don't we? Yeah. Right. Stages. Um, we're going to get to band soon. If you've been waiting this long or you skipped to it, we're almost there. But first things first, four stages, sound overall. Even with that wind. Yeah, fantastic. Man. Yeah. One uh, of the best ones. Brilliant. Yeah. New Blood Stage sound. Oh, it was banging awesome. this year. Yeah, probably the best I've heard it. Mm. Sofa Tent was, is always good anyway. Yeah. So, you know, Jaeger Tent, uh, Jaeger Stage, again, you know, unmissable when you walk past it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, the main stage, even with the wind. Yeah. Just, yeah, you never complain about it. It's genuinely spot on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well done. Again, another massive Your thumbs up of Bloodstock. This, th- I, I was expecting so much negativity. We are just, yeah, I'm trying to think of some. We're, we're, well, we'll get some bands. Well, get I re- uh, yeah, I read some of your um, some of his comments when I get some of his comments, and I was like, that's bang out of order, that. But we'll get to I, that. I can't remember my comments. Yeah, right, we um, we're going to start with Thursday. Uh, the bands we saw on Thursday, we're going to go through them, talk a little bit, you know, the usual, whether we liked them or not. So basically, if you don't want to read the, the 4,000 words fucking review that's on the site you get to hear us talk about it instead we're going to start with the very first band of the day on Thursday Barbarian Hermit Sophie Lancaster stage yeah. uh, first band we saw first band yeah first Bang. band everyone who was there saw yeah um, yeah they were great I love them I love them and um, I love them I think they yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love them uh, I think they really stepped up and proved that they deserved that slot yeah I like them a lot yeah I know we say it every time though shit beer <laughs> I'm going to point that out for the rest of their career shit beer great band yep. um, probably, and I, I think this is what I did write in my comment and I do mean this it's being the first band on this mm. is probably the only point in the whole day where I don't feel like I've had too much tunes yes <laughs> yeah there's a big you problem know, like, for oh, you first one <laughs> but yeah no, they were great man they were a great uh, festival opener it suits them down to the ground actually their style of music their heaviness and then being the first band on yeah. and in a tent. Yeah. I don't oh. think bands like that, like Barbarian Hermit, maybe going up to the main stage. I'm not saying they wouldn't be able to do it, but I don't think it would have the same impact it does in the tent. No, no, I agree with you that. There are many higher places they can get in the selfie stage yeah, before yeah, yeah. even considering that. Uh, we didn't see Blind River. No. Uh, but we did see Footprints in the Custard, who uh, were, we said we thought they'd get one of the biggest crowds of the selfie stage. They did. The one thing that we were kind of wrong about, Go. and I think I heard you mention it as well in the, uh, which you can check out on YouTube, the reaction video to their song, My Little My Little. Right, Company, yeah. Which is that we called them a comedy band a fair few times. Yeah. And I think you've commented a couple of times saying they probably wouldn't like that. Right. Um, I think I'm now, I'm absolutely 100% certain they are a comedy band. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh no, they do comical lyrics, and, and yeah. they're a serious band. Yeah. I, I, uh, they may take themselves seriously in terms of what they want out of their career, 
but they're about as jokey a band as you could possibly get with silly outfits and stripping the guy off of stage and yeah. you know all that sort of stuff. Um, I enjoyed them to a point. Yep. And then I found my attention drifting more and more and more as I was watching them. Yeah. You know, musically, I thought oh, at the beginning I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. You know, but then uh, as it goes on, you start, you know, you, you do, you start thinking about, oh, my God, easy cheesy in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know, so you start, you start drifting a little bit, don't you? So it's it like, what it is, man. You know, I, I mean, uh, it's I, a side of music, isn't it? It is what it is. People, people enjoy it. Uh, I can see why they're popular, you know, but I guess people enjoy it sometimes. We're sometimes more, we take metal much too seriously. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I think. And we know we do. Yeah. You know, and I can look at Footprints in the Custom and I can appreciate them musically, but the joke wears thin. Yeah. Whereas other people can just be like, nah, fuck it, and enjoy the joke all the way through. And I, I, I honestly, I'm jealous of them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's the curse of being reviewers or whatever it is, is that we're always reviewing. And yeah, you know, I think that's a brilliant way to yeah. put it. Amazing. Because uh, you are right. What, what you're saying about the joke wearing thin is my issue is similar to yours with Footprints in the Custom. I enjoyed it. But when I started to think about like the latter half of it, I was like, I don't really remember much. And I was like, what do I really remember? And I'm yeah. like, Mankinis, some good, good metal, like good metal music. And I was, then I, all I kept thinking was focusing on the stage show. And, I was, and like you, I'm like, I don't find that shit funny. No. I don't go, ha, it's he's okay in a mankini. Bit, it? It's okay for a little bit. And you're like, oh, here's a song about Trump. Or here's a song. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, this is kind of funny for a little bit. And I'll look, seven people in the crowd are waving an inflatable penis. But 10 minutes in, that's, that. The, the instant reaction to that is no don. Yeah. And now you're just like listening to the music and you're like, okay, the music's fine. And then they stop because they want to strip the guy on stage. Oh, it's the bit you've all been waiting for. Not the bit I've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you at all. Uh, and you know, and then it's like, and then they do another song and then it's like, let's have a little bit of a joke about some stuff. And it's like, oh. Do you think it was more they were, they, they kind of just like playing to their fan base rather than playing to a new crowd? That's what they did? Uh, maybe. I think they just, I think that's just what the band are. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. That's what they are. You know, I saw a pre gig picture that they put up which is one of them on a portaloo and the rest of them all surrounding it oh, uh, so this isn't them they they aren't when we say oh the, we call them a joke band and we go they probably wouldn't like that i think they do right I think that's exactly what they aim for fair enough you know cool then we uh, had 10 tons slug uh so Lancaster stage now i know you were this you this was what again dealing with the sort of problem that you had where it's a bit too much sludge yeah i didn't do. get an awful lot of these though either did i because i was off um meeting rotten christ that's right okay. hanging out with my friend of course that's what you were doing that's when you were doing yeah, yeah. I, I, caught, I caught the end of this set yeah uh and i think they're a very strong band yep. i really do but sometimes when i listen to bands and i, I and i know this sucks man but uh, when i listen to bands like barbarian home at tent and slug and the fucking plethora of doom that's on the new blood stage uh and on the main stage with a little bit of it as well yeah it starts to blur as in you could say to me like oh that song and i start wondering which one of those bands yeah. did that song yeah which is weird because i know they've all got their own unique sound and their own unique edge to it but it does eventually all start blurring in my mind particularly in a live environment where you know that deep booming bass yeah. and stuff like that you start struggling I, I do get that I remember loving Ten Ton Slug. Um, I really did enjoy it. It's well, you wanted of, the shirt, didn't you? So. Yeah, I wanted the shirt, and it's one of my favourite of our interviews. Because yeah. that was as well. That was not. That was a non-planned interview. Yeah. He came to us, so that was fucking brilliant, yeah. you know. And it was one of our only one-on-one interviews as well. So that was kind of cool yeah. too. Yeah, there weren't many of them. Right? Yeah, but yeah, I was really happy with Ten Ton Slug. But ultimately, we were excited about one particular band on Thursday, and it was Rotten Cry. Yes. Yeah. And it dis. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it was fucking great, wasn't it? it? Yeah, my, yeah that, I mean, in, in the build up to Bloodstone, that was my one that I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah that was my number one band, and I've never seen them before. Yep. I know you've seen bits, snippets, bits, before, but yeah. like, you didn't see a whole set. 
it amazes me how they capture their album sound live. Mm. Their vocals on an album sound like you can't sing like that. It must be fucked with. Yeah. But they are note perfect. Yeah. Man. All of them singing. All of them doing the harmonic. Yeah, of, like say Enigma, for example, as well. Yeah. Uh, they're an they're an impressive band in every aspect, musically, uh, visually. Uh, stage presence is unreal. Like you know, they're like four fucking giants up yeah. there. Um, we don't often pit at gigs. I'm oh, sorry, we do often pit at gigs. We don't often pit at festivals. Festivals, it's, you know. But um, I found myself like I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, I've got to go in there. I've got to go in there. Yeah. And the pit was vicious, man. Was it? Like it was not not like horrible vicious. It was nice vicious, but it was a fucking fierce pit, man. Okay. You know, it was like being. Uh, yeah, you we, we were getting pounded. People were going down. Crowd stuff was going over your head. It was, <laughs> it was a full-on like indoor venue. Wild, gig. yeah. And it was just like it was a great experience, man. I fucking loved it. One of the I best of the weekend. Cannot wait to see them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a uh, I have a theory on this. Ooh. I have a theory. So uh, this is this is nice blood stuff. Just let me go on a tangent here. So shortly, in fact, I think two days after, Incineration Fest suddenly popped up with a couple of symbols. Uh, relating to the fact that it's 2020, so mm-hmm. basically, which says to me, you're ready to announce. And I looked at, I was like, so you've obviously, I was like, you've waited then because you didn't want to do it before and you waited at Bloodstock, so presumably yeah. there's a band playing at Bloodstock that's going to be one of your headliners. Yeah. Then I thought about who, and I was like, what on Christ has gone? Parkway Drive. Yeah, Parkway Drive, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go on a limb now and say I reckon one of Incineration Fest's 2020 headliners, um, or its headliner, um, is Rotten Christ. This which is, is brilliant. It's just to clarify, this is not a spoiler. We do not know this. No, I'm, this I'm, is a I'm, prediction. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to be smart about people it. People start social media and that shit going. Announce for incineration. Oh god, yeah. Go. No, um, if they, if they do get them, there, oh, that's a great capture. Yeah, they fucking do. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously we'll be there anyway. Yeah, literal born. <laughs> we absolutely. And that, that would be enough to sell the whole ticket price. It would be, yeah, because it was like fifty quid. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, because you know you're gonna get some other bands, and if you said to me you're gonna get right in Christ. And a couple of other bands for fifty Bang quid it. exactly around the corner from where you fucking live. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, I hope they do. That'd be fantastic, man. And in probably the oh, best segue, you are fucking sorry, I'm gonna ruin your segue. Do your segue. Right in the best segue ever. Talking about Incineration Fest, the next band, the first band of Friday morning, was a band we fell in love with because of Incineration yes. Fest. Yeah. Uh, Insight, uh, the opening band of Ronnie James Dill. We were we actually were like we didn't think we'd get to see these guys live. No, no. Interviews wrapped up quicker. Yeah, we managed to catch. We didn't get the whole set. But we managed to catch enough of it. About twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good portion of that. Yeah, and, and it was exactly as good as I remember Incineration Fest. Yeah. Uh, I thought they sounded great. Mm. Um, you know that even their sound, which can be, it's not it's not hardcore, but it's got like a kind of deathcore kind of groove to it. Yeah, you've got breakdowns and everything. Might yeah. lose it a little bit in the winds and everything like that, but it sounded fantastic. Mm. Everything about this band I loved at Incineration Fest was on show. Yep. The energy, the enthusiasm, the smiles. I just can't stop watching Richie, man. Your yeah. boy moves around but like also, madness. Uh, I genuinely think their guitarist is maybe the most talented guitarist in the world. Which I watched that guy play. The one who, um, he looks a bit more like he's uh, some... I see him walking around the VIP area in a dressing gown. That's it. Uh, right, is the one I'm thinking of then. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he had a huge um, guitar strap. It looked like a cattail. That's it, yeah. But when that screen went on him playing guitar... I remember I was talking to a few people that were standing beside us. Oh, what and is people were just mesmerised. That fingering, that guy yeah. Is fucking talented, man. Mm. But yeah, they're a great band, man. I hope everybody jumps on board this band and like just gets some further and further up bills. Yeah, uh, really do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Control the storm. I didn't see any of. I caught the end of the. Uh, well, no, I caught the lo- end of the second last song and the last song. Yeah. And um, I walked into that tent and was almost instantly singed by fire. <laughs> yeah. um, well done to them for really choosing to say, you know what, 
let's just fucking make sure that when people walk out of that tent where the name on everyone's lips yeah you know, and they, they were we had so much positive stuff about absolutely around that festival um, every person that was with us who didn't know anything about that band and some of them don't know anything about metal really yep um, came out of there like wow yeah they were fucking amazing musically not just for visuals because visuals are great musically as well this is our 20 uh, 2019's Mortis Head the yeah. 2018 one we missed yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah, brilliant. Well done, man. Then we get to the main stage again, and a band that surprised both of us, mm-hmm. uh, Death Angel. Um, I In my written, I basically said I went, went along as a bucket list thing. Never seen Death Angel, want to see them, great, expecting, you know, yeah, perfectly fine. That's exactly the same for me. I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be a bit of old school death slash tra- thrash. Um, it's going to be fine. Probably yep. not going to watch the whole thing. I like mesmerised for the whole fucking set. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is fucking brilliant. It man. was great. Damn. Yeah, so never like, pigeonhole these people in it because that's what I was basically doing I was like yeah Death Angel it's just going to be another one of those it's going to be another Venom or whatever like you yep. know, that sort of thing uh, seen it all before but it'll be good yeah and then like all of a sudden yeah like one of my bands of the weekend absolutely like, brilliant. 100% agree uh, we got a bit of Tomorrow's Lost in a new blood stage yeah. fucking energy in that band I remember saying in the, in the build up to this like, these are one of the bands there's a lot of um, hype about that I was yep. reading about online and a lot of people were saying that you know because of their music is accessible um, outside of metal okay, it's got yeah. enough heaviness and breakdowns and riffs and stuff like that to be metal yep. um, but it also delves into the hard rock kind of arena and a lot of people are like this is a band that will go on to maybe you know maybe the Reading and Leeds sort of festivals oh, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of build that way and they have, they have a big future and I think I could see that I, th- I think the front lady front woman I don't know her, her name the energy that she had was like she was cracking she had mm. a great voice and bouncing around the stage and enthusiastic to watch uh, my missus is a massive fan of her and also loved the fact that she looked like she'd just fallen out of the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. She kind of looked like, a, you know, the sort of tracky, you know, like, a, I think she had like sweatbands and all that sort of stuff, you know. Like she was yeah. up for... Um... Like Wheatfield. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just stopping a minute to Saturday night. Oh, very good. Um, Hope Burden. Now, I didn't catch any of this, you didn't. Uh, However, my son went along and caught a bit of it for me. So his words are basically, um, he loved it. Uh, I really, it's one of my biggest regrets, unfortunately, interview commitments. What was worse as well was... What? His son? No. What? One of your biggest regrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest, <laughs> biggest regrets not seeing it um, because I'm a huge fan of him. I picked him up massively before thing, but interview commitments were, and then I had to take a piss and the, I think it's the vocalist or maybe the guitarist was pissing it. So he was like, oh, what do you think of this set? And I was like, I didn't see it, man. He's like, oh. It's like, oh, you know? Um, you know, you're never tempted in those moments to go, yeah, it was awesome. Oh, God, I, I, I imagine, and he's like, oh, what did you like most about it? Did yeah. you like that oh, bit the, where I fell off the stage? Just the song. Yeah. That, that song was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dan took a video for me, so I've watched that video yeah. back. It looked like they did really, really well. Really pleased for them. Yeah, you're a big fan of the band, and yeah. I, I haven't am. checked them out properly, yeah. I'll, I'll have to, because, well... It just sits so well with me, them, yeah. So. Um, Soulfly, we caught a bit of Soulfly. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was more critical of this in the written review than you were. I thought they sounded good, actually. I quite enjoyed what I, I saw of them. I thought Max sounded uh, good. Yeah, okay. Uh, I sounded better than actually uh, the last time I saw him. Really? Uh, which was at the roots of... Oh, uh, at Forum, yeah. His voice kept going out. Yep. I thought he sounded really good. I thought there were some really nice little touches there, the little presentation to him at the end. Um, there were some things I didn't bother to write in a review because it didn't really matter, but the things that surprised me, like um, how little time he had the guitar on. Oh, um, yeah, you mentioned that, yeah. You've never really seen Max not have a guitar on, but he yeah. did quite a lot of standing at the front singing without the guitar. True. I don't know if he'd like, maybe, maybe it hurt his hand, or maybe he was just... No, or something, you know, yeah. Something else had been going on. I mean, it makes sense, right, that he might have hurt his hand. He's not playing the guitar, 
and he's not doing signings. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah like we broke a finger or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that I thought it was Slapping, bad. His steps on around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that I thought it was bad. It's not that at all. It genuinely to me was it's problem with Soulfly is it's just I'm I I've seen too much of the uh, Max bands over the last yeah. ten years that to me. I mean, I was trying to judge it on the kind of festival atmosphere, and I thought like um you know he, he was working it well. He did a lot of the kind of uh, what do you call them like South American instrument sort yeah. of stuff. When I came out, he was. I don't even know what we were playing. That I mean, weird thing, some of yeah. Weird, well, we were weird, called it a didgeridoo, but it's definitely not definitely a didgeridoo. Definitely not didgeridoo. It's that weird string thing. <laughs> yeah. Another one you want about. Uh, yeah, getting everyone down to the start to jump the fuck up. And I was all I kept thinking was, who's going to do Corey's bits? But instead oh. he jumped up and went into eye for an eye. Yeah. Like, oh, good touch. So yeah, I thought, I thought he did well. That's fair enough. Um, caught a bit of eyes of, eyes of the Raven on the Jaeger stage. Uh, we didn't catch mo- loads of the Jaeger stage, um, but we did pass by eyes of the Raven, watch a bit of that. Uh, the kind of groovy stone of rock. They look like they, the crowd was huge. In yeah, fact, as I say now, every time we did go to Diego stage, the crowd was fucking huge. Mm. Think that uh, that stage is getting more popular, or just the quality of the bands are on there this yeah, year? Yeah, just dragging people in. Yeah. Uh, then it was Children of Bodum on Ronnie James Dio stage, and um, it for me it was an off day. It uh, part of it was wind. Um, certain things were lost. Yeah. I enjoyed Bodum. I enjoyed hearing like a lot of certain songs. Yeah. Because um, very festively set it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, even with I, the I, new stuff. Yeah, that's. I think even even in the review, I, I, I say similar things. I, I thought they were fine, but that was it. There was nothing that really stood out. About yeah. It. it was like, oh, that was okay. A couple enjoyed hearing like Undergrass and Clover, uh, yeah. particularly because of the new album. But yeah, it wasn't. It didn't stick in the mind long. In fact, I, I, until you mentioned it there, and I remember, I, I've forgotten. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're talking about Bloodstock here, and it's like all the bands that played and all that, and Bottom went jumping back into my mind so that says a lot I think right, particularly yeah, when you look so. at some of the ones coming down yeah so John Bottom I quickly run off to the New Bud stage to watch a song of Ma um, Noisy Fuckers did really really well <laughs> That's ba- it, I remember walking in going fuck that's loud yeah. <laughs> and that was basically yeah so I watched a song of them they did great uh, my wife saw Widows she said they were fantastic yeah then uh, you've seen Widows? no no I wanted to I really wanted to uh, I mean there's a lot of bands we wanted to don't yeah you know? that's the thing uh, Tesseract main staging it one of the old ones out um Fuck, they were good. I'm so glad they were. Yeah, they were good. Oh my god, I hated it. <laughs> really? I didn't enjoy it. I didn't stay the night. I'm trying. I couldn't remember where I went. I went to see someone else, and that's what I sent you in the review. Is I can't remember who I went to see, and I was trying to look at the times and everything like that, thinking which one of these bands did I go and see? Oh. Um, I watched the first track or two, and I came back at the end again, but I didn't stay. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. Yeah. You... I, I thought musically, I was I was enjoying it. There's a couple of songs at the beginning I was quite enjoying, and then he started uh, crooning. Um, and, I, and he lost, and I, and I started checking out. Yeah. I found myself mentally checking out, not yeah. purposely, but I'd never ever purposely thrash a band, you know. Uh, uh, and I, all I just remember standing there watching it, and, and the enjoyment was going. And I was like, and I can't remember. Maybe I went to a shop or meant to get food or something. Yeah, like maybe that. You did that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I'm Wait, I back. think you did. Didn't? Isn't that when you came up with cheesy chips? I'm uh, sure it might be. It was actually. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I unfortunately for me, and I would love to. This is the thing, I, I get no enjoyment of not enjoying the band. Of course. There's another show that I'm not going to be able to go to or something like that because I don't like the band. Um, but I didn't come out of there thinking any different about Tesseract than I went in there, unfortunately. It's so rare when you see a band that divides us quite so like, yeah, severely there's, in there's this There's a couple, one. there aren't many, but you know, yeah. Tesseract is definitely one of definitely them. Definitely one of them. Then we got what I'm, I would say was the most surprising show of the weekend. Um... I did not expect. I wouldn't did not expect to like it. I didn't care about this because it was power metal followed by power metal. Yeah, I mean, I've always, fucking I mean, hell. We said like with Power Wolf, like I think they're all right on record. Yeah, um, and I still do. 
and you know, I never had a problem with them, but I just never really bought into it like I do with a lot of the power metal bands. Yeah, I, I love power metal. I'm a fucking huge fan of it. Orden Ogan, all that sort of stuff, man. I'll get right on it, and that festival was brilliant for me. Yeah, Powerwolf for the record never really captured my imagination that way. Mm. Um, turns out, as a live band, <laughs> Jesus. I just won't listen to their CDs anymore. I just kind of go and watch them at every show they do because they were fucking brilliant. Phenomenal. Man. That guy, the front man for Powerwolf, whatever his name is, he works a crowd like magic. Palm of your hand, yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. Crowd into every song, a crowd interaction. He was funny, you mm. know, not cheesy. He was actually genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, the band themselves were fantastic. Everything he did, he had the um, I think he was a keyboardist member who was like miming before. Oh yeah, go the go was, was off the charts. Fuck, <laughs> what is this dude doing? Fucking <laughs> go away. <laughs> oh yeah, powerful, brilliant man, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Solos and kind of thing yeah. where it's like if they play live, I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah, go check that out. Yeah, definitely want to go and see that now. Yeah, if they don't come out in costumes and they just like you know were normal, I'd be very disappointed. very disappointed. Amazing show, amazing yeah. show. Uh, then we went over to the uh, Sunny Lancaster stage to watch a bit of Raging Speedhorn. Yeah, Speedhorn is Speedhorn. Very Raging Speedhorn, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what we expect. They were fine. Yep, they were fine. I've never been a massive fan. I've never been a detractor of the band either. They just are what they are. They are. That um, I agree. Um, I didn't come out of there thinking like, oh, fucking hell, that was the best show I've ever seen in my life. No, same here to I me. It was exactly the... thinking, oh, God, that sucks. You know, I just come out going, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Basically the same. Yeah, yeah. Just move on. To the headliner of Sabaton on the Ronnie James Dio stage. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. they were. Yeah, they were very, very good. First time I've seen them live, so I have no comparison to hold them against. Yep. Whereas I think like, you know, a lot of people were able to say like, oh, what about it compared to 2016 right yeah um, I thought the show was great I thought they were funny yep. energetic enthusiastic very much enjoyed the um, cries for Swedish pagans Swedish oh, okay. Vikings whatever it is I don't know the name of the song um, which got the whole band involved and yeah. they were saying no 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 and then the guitarist started playing the intro <laughs> and then they had a bit of a joke and some one of the band had stuck something on his head yep. and it was like they were genuinely they were um, having fun enjoyable to watch um I was really, really pleased to get certain songs. Of course. Like Bismarck in particular made my day. Yeah. Um, I probably would have, or would have, I know this is the ideal scenario, would have tweaked the set list a bit more towards my taste. There were some songs I would have loved to hear um, over some songs that got played, especially yep. when they went back to older stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I, it's, it's, it's all personal taste, isn't it? I, I really wanted to hear Sparta. Okay, right, yeah. yeah, which yeah, I, yeah. I don't think that's really one they play live an awful lot. But I thought it's I'd have to taste it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But I thought they were great. The show was fine. Um, it's a weird thing with Sabaton because they are big on the show pieces, but the biggest problem for them is that they weren't the biggest show. Of, I was about to know. say this. Do you reckon a part of the problem when you're reflecting it now is that when you think of the headliners, you think, unfortunately, they te- they might have been blown off the stage? From a show showcase perspective, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a, probably a weird feeling for them. Uh, not to say there's anything wrong with their show, right? There are some things I'd, I'd point out, right? Their stage setup is fucking cool. Yep. Uh, the gravestones, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm not so enamoured by the tank. I think it's cool there's a tank there. You know, it shoots once at the end of the show. Yeah. It's cool and all that. But, you know, actually, it's the rest of the stuff I like. I think their backdrop was phenomenal. Was brilliant, yeah. Um, with the different scenes being played out and everything. Which like also that. showed, like, was, was reflective enough that you got the band members as yeah, well, which the was cool. sometimes and everything like that. It was something, you know, it was doing... It wasn't just playing video footage; it was also doing live camera stuff as well. Yeah, um, and a lot of t- a lot of effort goes into that. Like, you mm. know what I mean? It's not. Let me all talk about the fucking tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, at, look look around the tank. There were some things I was uh, I wasn't disappointed about. <clears throat> excuse me, but um, purely because I'd watched videos and I'd seen Hellfest and you know everything like that. And um, I think I've, I heard other people mention it as well, but like they didn't have the um, uh, choir. 
Oh, okay. Uh, them, which they did at all their other headline shows. They have the people in World War One costumes. Oh, right. Like, 10 or 12 of them sort of singing and doing battle Yeah, we didn't get... Oh, okay, yeah. Minor thing, but it's only because I'd seen it in the video, so I went there expecting it. And then yeah. when it didn't happen, you think, oh, well, how can we didn't get it? Yeah, we're headlines <laughs> slot as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I guess it's uh, expensive to cop 10 people around with you all around the world. I guess it? so, yeah. All right, then um, we did go check out Grand Magus in the Sophie Lancaster stage. Yeah. Uh, we got very reviews on this, I know. Um, I loved it, but I didn't watch loads of it because, to be honest, following Sabaton yeah. was always going to be an issue. Grand Magus are quite different. Yeah. Um, I really do like Grand Magus. I love them on a record. Um, so for me, it's more... I, I put down to like my sort of like... I think like like a 7 out of 10 kind of thing down to me, yeah. not them, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on them still. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they've enrolled them. This isn't a dislike. Um, I don't get the fuss mm. with Grand Magus. Magus, yes, yes. Which, if anyone's correct me on that, it's only because in the official booklets they had it spelled out. Yeah. It, but then they spelled it out M A Y J U S S, so that people can and then wrote, people can finally say our name right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it's a weird one for me, man. I, I get like you know when you watch a band and you're like, I like the guitar and the vocals are good. I like all of that's going on. It's just not really happening. For yeah. Them, so yeah. Good luck to them, but I'm not really, I'm not really on board. That's our Friday done. Uh, I think we had an early night on Friday as well. I think uh, Friday night we had. Was it Friday night? No, you no, know, it was Friday night. We said no, that Saturday night we stayed up later. And yeah, cigars yeah. And oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. Not early. I mean, we weren't in bed at ten. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was still <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we went like a three in the morning. Yeah, it was like midnight or something like eleven thirty. Yeah. Right, that brings us to Saturday then. Um, first couple of bands didn't really get to see much, but no. other members of the family and stuff did. Yep. So Crystala, Crystala, I, I fucking, I said to... You had a second time, man. Crystala. Um, this is when I saw, apparently they were fantastic. Great interview with them over on the YouTube channel as well. Yeah, they're uh, really cool, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's really enjoyed their, them. Their commitment and to it and all that. They're very enthusiastic, yeah. very head screwed on I think yeah you know. and they have released now as of now their next album Worldwide Negative and it's fucking brilliant yeah. so make sure you check it out it's people huge press man it really is around every corner really and probably fair to say the next big thing potentially Can't so yeah um, uh, my boy checked out Cancer Bats um, he only went because he had toured with While She Sleeps and he was interested he said they were good that was about it uh, Got Monsoon Got Monsoon yeah caught the very end very end their set Repping the t-shirt, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was um, also repped by Raging Speedle on stage. Uh, funny yeah, funny was, story yeah. about that. Go watch the YouTube. Uh, yeah, watch the interview. They, yeah. They talk about it. Um, same as with a lot of the earlier bands, we did send pretty much our, our underlings, our yeah. crew, yeah. Which, which we'll get slapped for saying because they're friends from wives and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> um, all we heard back from the Goat Monsoon one was massive positives. Yeah. Massive positive. Um, my missus, who can be pedantic about her metal yeah enjoyed it enough that it was one of the rare times she pulled out her, her phone and actually filmed a, a, a pretty much a whole song she yeah was like, wow really enjoyed it so uh, it sounds like they made a big impression which we're really happy with yeah we got a bit of a connection there uh, with, yeah, I, yeah i don't know we feel more personally involved yeah. with got one soon they just kind of wanted want them to succeed yes um and succeed they did yes so well done uh, but Mrs. Saw Swallow the Sun, she said, uh, you know, totally different kind of sound for the main stage. <laughs> I remember everyone trying to get me to go and watch Swallow the Sun with them. And I was like, but I'm happy. I don't want to go and be depressed. Um, I, well, I wasn't massively fussed about missing them because I actually saw them play the Underworld earlier in the year. And I, I, that, to me, that suits them more than, say, a main stage mm -hmm. does. I love that. Um, but apparently it went really well. But uh, me and my boy went up to see Lotus Eater 
we'd done a reaction video to him and he was like, let's go send it. And it turns out this is one of, one of Dan's favourite um, bands, Do We Care? Oh, cool. Bit hardcore, bit like that. The pit was, I wrote in a review, uh, and written review, and I say it here. Right. Seriously, boys, if you want to have a little pit, fine, but I swear, oh. when I looked over and I saw windmilling and legs kicking and stuff like that. I left these out of my review on purpose, right? Because I couldn't remember the name of the band that we were watching. Right. And I was looking through all of the bands on the Bloodstocks, uh, you know, the lineup. Yeah. And I was clicking on them to try and pick out the pictures of them, and I could not figure out who they were. Uh, I thought these guys fucking weren't great. Words, I, was, I was about to be overly horrible, which is unfair. It's not that. It's not my cup of tea. Mm. That's the problem with it. Um, other people were loving it. But again, the pit stuff, uh, elbow punch in the air, fucking, oh my God. Yep. I honestly, out of everything I see at Bloodstock, I wish to God this sort of music would fuck off. Yeah. And I know it's not the band's fault. They're playing what they enjoy doing. But I've got to the point with this fucking kung fu kicking mosh pits now where... I'm happy for the bands to just fuck off now and take the fans then fans with them. Yeah. You know, so uh, they're, they're probably lo lovely people, everything like that. Musically, I don't quite like it. Um, and the fans that you seem to gather around yourselves, not just them, but these hardcore fucking bands, suck and ruin fucking sets for me. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, like, I hate that. I hate seeing that. I hate seeing that. I, I really liked it. My son loved it. And uh, talking about the band as well, they were lovely to him um, when he wanted to meet them. They were sort of yeah. sitting in a circle. Uh, so, not really approachable. But I was like, come yeah, on, let's go over like, there. It's genuinely not a personal thing. I'm, I, I, there's nothing against the band mm. or the people. I even like some you know hardcore, metalcore crossover music. I just got to the point now where I'm so frustrated with the stupid dickhead yeah. fans of it. Who have to do that shit? I don't understand it. I don't. It just doesn't compute. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, like, I, I spend a lot of time analysing, trying to think like, at what point in the music would I feel that was the necessary move to do next? Because <laughs> we get lost in the music. Yeah. You find yourself throwing yourself in the pit and doing all sorts of stupid things. Yeah. But never to the point where I feel like I'm gonna just try and do a cartwheel. Yeah, yeah. I 100 agree. See if I can kick the drink out of that lady's hand. <laughs> that kid. They were doing it, and a little fucking kid went running in there. Yeah. Nearly got taken out, and parents quickly grabbed the kids, drag them back. At what point does the pit become so dangerous because of the fans? That, you know, this family-run friendly festival, you have to be careful of your children because there's a hardcore band playing. I just don't get why it's like, it's the hardcore thing. You don't do that in any other fucking pit. Just don't get it. It really is a fucking head-scratcher. Uh, Scars of Remembrance, New Blood. Yeah. Um, very good. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. Little foggy in my remembrance of it. Yeah, I think I've got some scars of remembrance. Yeah, Ooh, there you um, go. But I do remember enjoying it. Uh, I don't remember like specific songs or anything like that because I didn't know an awful lot about the band beforehand um, musically. Yeah, uh, but I do remember enjoying it. The thing is, that it's really easy to do this, yeah, because I don't think there was a single band on the New Blood stage that I saw this weekend that I didn't enjoy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, actually, and, you know, I really don't. I don't think there's anyone I can think in my head where I thought. That one wasn't. No, one hundred percent. I thought the New Blood stage was probably the strongest I've seen it. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, definitely the strongest I've seen it. And uh, Scars of Remembrance were part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was Scarecrow. We were mostly interviewing throughout. We, we kind of walked across the field and caught the end of it. Yeah. But um, everyone that we had there were watching it. A few people who we had who had never seen anything like it before. Yep. And again, just like everyone who sees Evil Scarecrow does, came out with like, these guys are fucking amazing. Yep. How much fun can you have at a show? Yeah. You know? Um, and yeah, shame we missed it. Yeah, it is a shame. Absolutely delighted for them yeah. that they had such a crowd, man. Because 
I, you, I think sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize it. But um, Bloodstock have put up a aerial shot of the scuttling. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And then you can see the crowd. Yeah, then you really like, understand oh, it. Oh my god. Yeah. You may have had the crowd of the weekend. Yeah, well done, Scarecrow. They continued to um, grow and grow and grow. And I've got to plug it again. Go watch that interview because fucking hell. You can call me unprofessional for how much I laughed during it, but yeah. to be fair, they were trying their hardest to make I me mean, laugh. You're going to get some great things in the interview. You're going to get the um, official oh, debut of a new song. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. Uh, as they move towards a cappella rap. Yeah. Um, which is obviously a joke. You also see them Trying attempt to strip Carl. Take my fucking trousers off. <laughs> and if you like a cock analogy... Oh God! It, it's, it's when it's when I asked the su- I asked the su- I was like, right, enough, enough. He was like, enough of the cock analogy. And I was, I was like, right, serious question. Yeah. And he's like, so, so where did like it go a, from like a, a cock? Like <laughs> yeah, no, they're, oh. they're absolutely. Um, uh, but also, you know, away from the jokey thing, because when they and they do in the interview when they go and, and drop back and go serious. Yeah, Doctor Hell. He, he's got a. He's he, he's such a well-spoken. He's very, very well-spoken. He's a gentleman. He is. He um, very kindly went and took a selfie with my wife mm. uh, at my request afterwards so thank you very much for that yeah um, I'm very sorry that you then got mobbed by a lot of people but it was so cool to see that he didn't care yeah um, that he then went outside of the press area because there was a person in the wheelchair who wanted to pick oh and, cool um, yeah they're a proper head screwed on down to earth band with amazingly good music yeah as well as the fun element yeah we can't big them up enough, and the yeah. more the more they do what they do, whether it be live or with the album, latest album, Antarctica. Antarctica. They're like, you know, you know, everyone has these bands. Like, for us, we have bands like Machine Head now. It's like whenever that you come to London, we're always going to see you. Back. Yeah, and I think Evil Scarecrow are on that level. Oh, becoming us, a, yeah, you know, yeah, Zillanada, Machine Head, you know, all those bands that we absolutely yeah. adore, and you go like, oh, Evil Scarecrow are playing in London. We'd be like, well, got to try and go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, something completely different, but also surprisingly good, because I didn't think they'd manage it quite on the main mm. stage. Thy Art Murder. And I think the biggest takeaway from this for me, other than fuck me, Death Squad Anthem, is our banger live. Yeah. That is going to be the banger on the album. Anyway, yeah. And I mean, when we re- we did the reaction video on YouTube, if you want to check it out and um, see how we felt about it at that point. But we were both like, yeah, this is good. Now, yeah. the first one, I can't remember the name, the first track they released. And it was like, okay, it's very Die Art. Yeah. And then, yeah, Death Squad Anthem came out and it was like, oh shit. Yeah. This is your killer track. This is man. your killer track. And they opened with it, yeah. Yeah, and it's brilliant live. But um, one of the things I loved about well, one of the most memorable things is just going to remember how much fun CJ looked like he was having on stage. I've never seen him look like he was having so much fun. He was, fun. Having, a, he was having a laugh. He was having a good he time. Was having a really good time. Um, again, Michael Jackson clip. Uh, check it out if you get an opportunity with the wins. He took advantage of the wins. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be funny, man. He it's going to be part of a Bloodstock highlight reel forever now. Like yeah, you know, like yeah, one of those absolutely. videos. Yeah. It's guaranteed because it was just really cleverly done. Yeah. They, they were great. I really enjoyed them. They were really them. great. Yeah, yeah. sounded banging as well. Like you said, the wind and all that. It was really picking up as well. Mm. And um, they, because it's the weird thing about it. we watch people like Bottom and that playing the wind, and we notice that their sound was carrying like being blown instantly away from the speakers. Yep. Um, Thy art didn't really have that problem. No. They had their sound down. So yeah. Um, I went over to catch a bit of Empire Warning in the, the New Blood stage. Really, really, because uh, we did, uh, it was partially as much because we didn't beat them already in the morning as we were taken in by the patter and how they yeah. sort of, um, enthusiasm. I thought these guys were fucking great. Like enough for, I'm yeah. like, I need to know more. I haven't had time yet, but I want to know more. And being a London band, I'm kind of like, okay, that, that, that yeah, has yeah, pop- yeah. possibilities. Yeah, definitely. You know? I mean, I remember when you, you came, I didn't go and see them. You came back speaking about them and like you were, 
waxing lyrical about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed them. Amazing, yeah. A um, bit of Black Falcon on the Jaeger stage. Yeah. Very, very good. Very, very good. Again, same problem. We're watching these always the Jaeger stage from way back. Yeah. Just because it couldn't even get close. Yeah, so it's almost like we were listening to it more, more than watching That's it. That's it, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Lockhorns, New Blood stage. Fuck. He's impressed the hell out of me, man. Right, let me quickly jump in because you won't see it in the video. Um, but um, this was like, I, I almost felt like I had to make it up to him. Because basically when I did a Lockhorns interview, I'm going to own up to this to show that, hey, you know, do make a mess of it. I confused Lockhorns with a different band at the oh, start. Oh, you about the Australian. Um, band, yeah, there was Australian, but I was actually thinking of... Um, fuck. No, fuck, I can't remember who I was thinking of now, but there's another band we were interviewing. Um, um, another sort of hard rock band. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So I, I, for some reason, I, I, I bloodly were like, there's no one Australian, isn't I was just like, all right, guys, let's forget about that. Editing. Yeah, and I, you won't see it because I edited that shit out. And the rest of it was great, really yeah. great to talk to, really enthusiastic. In fact, it was awesome to talk to one of the guys afterwards who basically, uh, um, if paraphrasing here, but he got into metal through Conjurer and then sort of went heavier that way. And his journey is amazing. With yeah. like, what, it, you know, when you was here, Conjurer was quite an intro. Yeah, <laughs> wow. You know what I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I used to listen to Guns N' Roses and all that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I used to like dance music and then I listened to Conjurer. Is that where's the gateway band? Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ, you know. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, I love your I, um, I, 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 there were a lot. Like, everyone on the New Blood stage was impressive. Yeah. With no disrespect to any other bands, Lockhorns, I, you can see them, fucking doing well. Now. Yeah. Uh, they are they're so tight musically, and their vocalist is amazing. Yeah. His voice is fucking brilliant. I remember just being mesmerized at the show, like the power and range that he had. Yeah. He was shaking the fucking floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're great. Really, really impressed. Yeah, definitely keeping an eye yeah. on these guys. Uh, a bit of Daybreaker, only a little bit of the Jaeger stage. Again, one of those where it was like, I hadn't planned to check him out, but through their enthusiasm and coming to us for an interview and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it kind of made go check him out. Yeah. Um, same thing with Jaeger, way at the back. This is cool, constantly yeah. shit. Oh, is that a head? I th yeah. think I see a head. Yep, yeah, yeah. And a lot of this was as well now because the main stage had effectively shut down. Mm -hmm. This was, uh, I think this might have been when Cradle were due to play or around yeah, like the time. waiting for the winds to die, weren't they? And yeah, so that kind of held things up for a bit. Uh, I think we kind of just chilled up for a bit. Um, and then we did actually watch Anthrax on the one of James Deal stage. Yeah. Um, it was Anthrax doing yeah. what Anthrax do. Chicken in the head, mate. Yeah, <laughs> chicken, chicken <laughs> in the head. I was, wait, oh, I was waiting for that. Chicken in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you kept, kept fucking singing that over and over again while we were standing there. I'm going to say it, and I don't care if people hate me for it. A lot of people keep calling for why Anthrax weren't the headliner. Genuinely do not see how they could be. Uh, I think I get that they're good at what they do, but they aren't brilliant for me. No, I, I agree. Brilliant. Um, I didn't watch all of Anthrax. Mm. I watched about I think about half hour of it, and then I was like, yeah, I'm okay now. Yep. Um, I get a part of the problem for me is that I was a massive fan of the Bush era. Yes. Yes. Um, you know the We've Come Through You All sort of album. Yep. That, that's probably out of all of Anthrax stuff. That's the album I like the most, which is also probably the most un-Anthrax album. Which is probably why I don't really like Anthrax. Yeah. You know, the only time when they diverted to a sound that was a bit fuller and a bit more, uh, you know, different is the only stuff that I really got on board with. My issue was, my issue with it was, and I enjoyed it, but it's exactly what I said in the pre thing, and it was exactly what it was. I've seen Anthrax loads, I've seen them loads at Bloodstock. I think this might be the fourth time I've seen it at Bloodstock, but that's too many times. Yeah. Um, and they came out and they did the Anthrax songs, they did the Bloodstock set, and, and the professionals fuck, they yeah, came out. Loads the, of energy, yep. I mean, like, considering, you know, I'm gonna be rude about them, but Belladonna's not the youngest. I, I swear that's just his, his skin. I swear he's yeah, like twenty. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's look at that hair. I mean, look at that fucking like men, hair. Men in black. You know, know what I mean? put a different alien, yeah. like the same skin. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, just it just it's just uh, I've not heard anyone saying this should be a headliner, but I swear to fucking god, Anthrax like should not be. And stuff like that, but it's not like a you know, it's not like thousands of people calling for it or anything like that. Yeah, uh, you know, they're one of the big four, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but then the one you never think of. I know they're the smaller of the big four, but you would never See, imagine I like somebody else. You'd never imagine somebody else in the big four being uh, the, the the guests. The yeah, you know what I mean, so I think they're um, an era band, isn't they? That's what it is, and they yeah. always have a place. Uh, you know, but I just don't find an hour of them engaging. Absolutely, I I was at the great. Um, but then we did get, did go to see what I uh, so basically there were two top bands for me this weekend, and this was one of them. And um, both had a, had we been scoring in the interview, we got ten out of ten. Um, and it's Master's Call. Yeah. Uh, they were one of my most anticipated. They were one of the most buzzed about at the yeah. thing. The tent was nice and full for him. Um, but not so full that I couldn't get close and really get into it. Yeah. I fucking love this. Yeah. God, I love this. They were, they were amazing. Yeah. They Except were you choking on like... Choking on fucking insects. <laughs> yeah. It smelled like a... Like that seventh son in Woolwich. Yeah. Like little witch shop. Yeah. Like that. Like, fucking hell. It's all coming off me. Mm. Like dust and stuff like that. But uh, they're an amazing band. Yeah. And like, you know, we know more, so much more about them now thanks to the interview. Again, check the interview out if you want to learn more about them. It's a good one. Them. Um... You know, I knew them as a new band who had released three songs. Yeah. Um, they're, they're so much more than that. They've got so much experience and history within metal. Yeah. And you see that on the stage, man, with the way they are, the tightness of the way they play. They're absolutely amazing. I just, I hope to God they can sort out a, singer. a permanent front man. Yeah. Because you could have chopping and changing and having to bring in guests and all that sort of stuff, it, 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 it'll damage you eventually. Won't it? You won't ever really be able. To, you need a, a consistent lineup. Yeah. It's always a thing. But uh, yeah, I mean they're amazing. Genuinely, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't think of a single even even if I had to try and force it. There's nothing I could say that was negative about. Yeah, it. they're absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, which brings us to the other other one that yeah. would have been the top band of the weekend, yeah. or um, and it's the headliner, Parkway Drive. Yeah. Oh man, I swear to fucking God, if you're still sitting there going, well, they shouldn't have headlined, get in the bin with you, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. And if you if you go in, well, I didn't watch them, unless you were actually generally busy doing something else, or if you just were like, I'm not going to watch them because they don't belong here, fuck off. Yeah, no, seriously, fuck off. I don't understand it as well, because like, I know you like them, right? So I don't want to diss them too much. But you're but more of a fan than I am. No, no, sorry, I was going to say, why, why aren't people up in arms about Tesseract? Yeah, no, 100% yeah, agree, you know I mean? yeah. You know, why, why is that okay? Why is that okay not Parkway? Why is Hardcore Bands and Sophie Tent okay? Yeah, I agree. So if all the, it's the true metalers, and I, I, and I read some things in this stuff, and like, and I, and I, people that are supporting Parkway, um, rather than the other way around, but you know, is it is it what? Is it because they shave? Because <laughs> wear, he wears a shirt? Yeah, okay, yeah. Is it the, is it that? Is I, it I, a clean know, cut boy look? What, whatever it is, I think what people just sometimes need to do is just drop back from all that stuff and just listen it's visually we know that it's a tr- treat but it isn't just the visuals mm. they play some banging heavy yep. metal that's what they do it's not all yeah somebody to go back to the old stuff and it's a bit more metalcore and all that but they just play some cracking there's a song like The Void man that yeah. isn't a fucking metalcore song that is just a catchy as fuck hard heavy metal tune yeah. um, a lot of people it felt at times it was quite strange I went to the bar at one point to grab a quick beer because um, we were enjoying it, man. Yeah, really it. enjoying it, yeah. yeah. So I remember well, they played a couple of their older songs, and I was like, I'm going to run and get a beer. And where we were standing, it felt like there were pockets of space. Yep, like yes, it, wasn't it did. Rammed in. Oh, yeah, we were able to and, really move around. But as I went for the beer, what I noticed is that, doesn't matter how far back I went, everybody was staring. Right. Everybody was staring. All the way back to the tent, the people, the bar staff, everyone was at the front of the tent. 
Yeah, so there's a lot of people going, oh, yeah, but they didn't even draw a crowd that. They did, trust me, man. They just weren't all packed in. People yes. could not take their eyes off what was happening on that Yeah, because visually it was a fucking phenomenal um, show. I saw things that I'd never seen, which was like, the, the, which everyone was up blew away by. I come on the pyro on top of the stage. Yeah. Um, the, the entrance coming in with the torches through the crowd. That's the second time we've seen Parkway do this entrance, and both times we've been almost in front of it as it yeah. happened. I didn't think they'd do it here as well. Yeah. Like, I, didn't I didn't think they'd be able to at a festival, but they figured it out. Yep. You know, massive security holds all back. Yeah, push not, yeah. not like a oh, hundred yards away. No, it's just one or two people right. just going step back, step back, and then we're stepping back. But the thing, you know, right, aside from the amazing visuals, uh, the banging tunes, um, the thing that I love the most about the Parkway show was him and the crowd talking to the crowd his crowd interaction his gratitude him yep. saying thank you you know it's basically down to people like you that, that people like us we, we get a chance to step up yeah and hearing him relay back what we've been saying on videos yeah about you know we've got to give these other bands a chance hearing him relaying that back having fun with the crowd doing the mac and cheese chant you know all this sort of stuff <laughs> it looked it was in it you know it gave us all it gave me a warm fuzzy feeling yeah. man that's what it did i come off there thinking yes you fit exactly, you bastard. Yeah, it was very important. Cause one of the things we, when the wind was an issue, we you remember you were saying this actually in the night. <clears throat> you start getting scared and worried that it's not gonna people are gonna have justification because of things that go wrong. Well, well, the show wasn't that good, and you'd be like, but the wind, and they were like, no, 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 the show wasn't that yeah, good. Yeah, never been there. Yeah, it's never been there. Yeah, exactly, and um, we feel justified. Yeah, and it's been nice as well because I have been stalking comments on Facebook. For yeah, <laughs> to see that while there are still one or two obstinate people yep. or dickheads depending on how you want to phrase them saying I sat out of my tent you know <laughs> you wow, wow. wow go you yeah. a legend wow you've um, made such a difference there have been so many comments I read on there of people saying I was never a fan thought I'd watch a show I was wrong they were amazing yep uh, you know and there's been loads of that and that's been really nice to read that yeah stuff. Yeah, I'm proud of them. I'm I don't proud know of any them. of these people, but I feel like I want to just go on all their comments and go, oh, I told you, told you, told you, told yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't, <laughs> you know. We're yeah. proud of them, basically. Yeah, well done, and, you know, they are headliner. They are headliner, yeah, absolutely. So I did go see a bit of talk. Uh, I thought I'm, I might as well, mm. you know. Um, I didn't watch much of it because um, I'm actually just not that big of a fan. And it was exactly what I expected. Um, I imagine up closer, it might have been more intense. Yeah. Well, I'd sort of stood back and I was like, let me check a few songs, and it was Black Metal. It was quite exactly strobe heavy, apparently. Oh, I, did, I missed that then. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading some people complaining about it. Oh, really? Complaining about, about it? You know, having to leave the tent because um, you know, it was giving them headaches and stuff. Ooh, there you go. So there you go. I don't know how we're there. So. Yeah, we, we, we were all, I think we were all pretty drunk by that point. And yeah. so we carried a drinking for a bit, smoking a yeah. few cigars, and then crashed out. Bit of music in the VIP tent. That's no right. What, and then a silent disco. We didn't get involved. We in didn't it. get involved in that. No. Not really my jam. Sunday. Sunday was a, probably our quietest day. We had interviews to do, of course, as always. Um, but just, yeah, just overall, Sunday was always our weakest day. Yeah. Um, it was made stronger by Cradle being moved from Saturday to Sunday. Absolutely. So that gave us something to, yeah. almost like a cutting off point for us, where that was kind of like the last major thing we wanted to see. Yeah. Um, right, we didn't see Witch Tripper, but we did send our people out. So that was people, great. I love saying that. Yeah, so our people, people out. out. Uh, same with Bastard. Bastard and New Blood Stage got a show in by my wife. who said they were great. Yeah. Um, the first sort of band we did actually see was Soil Work. Um, disappointed yeah. is the word I came away. I just think I don't. Uh, I just think like my first time. It's not my, it's not my first. Time. I saw Soil Work like ten years ago when they were a lot smaller, but I don't remember that. The current version of Soil Work. I feel like for me to really basically, I, I'm gonna give them another chance when they play 
a venue in London. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, right, now that's when I'm going to see it. I'm going to see a, an album slash EP tour. And that's what I'm going to be part of. This wasn't a showcase for me. Um, it, yeah, it's a difficult one, right? Because I, I thought they sounded great. Okay. Uh, I thought he sounded great. I thought everything was great. Uh, the band are the way that they are. And it, he, he plays the front man of, with attitude. He doesn't, mm. you know, it's not a friendly interacting sort of thing. Um, the problem I had with it, and it was only a minor one, is that a festival set is a greatest hit set. Yep. And I'm not a fan of their greatest hits. Right. I'm a massive fan of Verkleiden. Yeah. Um, and when they played Full Moon Shoals and a few songs like that, I fucking loved it. Yep. I thought it was banging. Uh, people that were with us were like, wow, this is brilliant. Yep. Uh, it's when they went back to their older stuff, which I'm not as familiar with, that I suddenly felt a bit like, oh, I don't really know what's going on now. Mind drifting, yeah. Not quite as much. But the minute they touched on the new album, it was like, oh, it's yeah, good. yeah. And that's really where it was. I don't think Soil Work did anything bad there. I think that is another one that's probably on us more than. Them. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean, it was like you know, what, you're going to play ten songs. If I know three of them, then I'm obviously going to really enjoy three of them and be a bit not sure on the other seven. Yeah. And I think that's all that happened there. Um, if that had been in an indoor venue or anywhere an outdoor venue, but the Verkleiden tour, yeah, they played seven off the album. Uh, you know, I think probably way more enjoyable. That was, yeah, that was a massive. That was a brilliant show. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, nothing wrong with it at all. I, I enjoyed it. I did. I didn't think it was a bang of the weekend or anything like no, that. No, that's um, basically. I yeah. fucking adored when they played Full, Full Moon Shoals. I thought his voice sounded so good when he went from the snarling to the singing bit. Because um, it's one of the few what songs they played there where he actually had singing in it. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was happy with him. Uh, Boss Keloid in the uh, Sophie. Uh, tent, um, the third best band of the weekend for me. Um, um, I love Boss Keloid. They are brilliant to watch, an amazing band to watch. Love them. Me and my wife absolutely love Boss Keloid. Yeah. Um, arguably the best band for Sunday for me. Arguably. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lost the Lavender Town. Didn't get a chance to see him, but my son went off and did it for for me. He said they did well. Crowd was quite big. He said he wasn't too sure they fit. Right. Oh, which was always going to be a bit yeah. of a question mark anyway. But he says he did enjoy them. And then we, and then Cradle, uh, second to last band we saw, re- well the last full band we saw really, yeah. um, was Cradle. Um, Who for me were the band for Sunday. I, I thought that uh, they, it was a Cradle on form. I, I thought their sound was fucking amazing. Yep. And again, we are still talking wind and everything like that, and other bands that have had issues. They sounded so fucking good. Yeah. Danny yapping away. Like yeah. Like mad terrier. Yep. He's he's funny to listen to. He's funny to listen to. He he he. It's a character thing, isn't it? Because he actually talks very differently yep. when, it, when he say in devilment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all part of the Danny Filth, Cradle of Filth character. Yeah. Um, you know, funny stuff about the Gobstopper incident. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I thought they were great. Nose of Pyro. Yeah, Much you're real. Pyro than I was expecting from them. And I, a know, show. I yeah. can see why they didn't want to play without it. Yeah, because it would. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. like they were just going to have a couple of uh, you know hisses of smoke or anything like that. They'd obviously invested a fair amount of money. And time and what they were going to do. all time with, especially the ending of Her Ghost in the Fog, where their pyro, because the crossover fire yep. in front of it, went in time with the music, not for a few blasts, for about a minute. Yeah. And that's 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 <laughs> like burning 50 pound notes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can see why they were, if they were able to, and they were managed to work it with Bloodstock, they wouldn't have wanted to go, look, we'll strip it down and come out and just do a strip down. Show. I agree, yeah. And I think it, we were lucky for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made well, Sunday a better day. It did. Um, I thought they were great. I, re- I was really happy with the set list. Yep. Um, really happy they ended on with her coast in the fall. Yep. And some yeah, some good old ones as well, man. Yeah. Yeah. So no arguments here. I agree. Like I said, it's not like um, Bosky Lord was like mar- massively. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, very, 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 very enjoyed. Oh, I always enjoyed Cradle. So like to me, 
And um, they were banned as well. Like, you know, you, you start seeing comments and you start wanting to fight people. Yeah, I want to defend them. They don't need it. Uh, you know what I love about Cradle at the moment? Right? I'm just going to quickly come back. Right, this, this new lineup of Cradle, which isn't very new now because it's been mm. around for a few albums. This lineup is the strongest lineup Cradle has ever had. Yeah. Their guitarists are phenomenal. Yep. Uh, I don't know their names or, or I won't remember their names, but the ball guy who plays with a fucking smile on his face. Yep. The uh, guy with the long curly hair who is just fucking engaging to watch. Yep. Yeah, they had the walkway obviously going out. So um, got to utilise it, yeah. I, it's as much about the band lineup as everything. It seems else. secure. The, the, the you know the um, female singer there constantly working with Danny. Yeah. It just it's so right at the moment. Yeah, it all, it feels good. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, the first time probably in the, my whole career, and I know this isn't entirely true, uh, where it feels like Cradle Talk are a whole band, not right. just Danny Filth and some members. No, I agree. You know? I agree. Particularly when you're watching, you kind of get that yeah. impression. It's not hired guns anymore. Nah, nah. Yeah. This, this is a this is this is proper man. And then we wrap up. We wrap up with a little bit of Woman of War that we checked out. Yeah. Um, put it simply, I don't like Man of War, but Woman of War. Good yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah, I like what they're doing. Though. Yeah, I like the fact that they're having fun with it as well. Yeah, we again, there's a good interview. Yeah, it's a good them. interview. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know some of the stuff that they'd done. I didn't know they put out the post about pulling out. Yeah, like, yeah, stuff we and, just missed. You know, yeah, but um, I like what they're doing. And musically, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, again, not a big massive fan of Man of War, but yeah, it's cool. It's good. And that was it. Basically, we did a little yeah. bit of shopping and then headed on home to try yeah. and recover. Um, yeah, so that wraps up 2019. Off the top of your head. Off the top of your head, just to wrap this video up, yep. 2020 headliners, what do you think? Uh, Who do you I, think? I don't think, well, okay, I'll, we'll, we'll go for the apparently or banker, obvious. Merciful Fate, yep. who I, I'm assuming would be your Sunday night. I'm not sure. I don't know if they could fit really on any night. Yeah. Because like, Bloodstock doesn't have like a, a strict... Oh, this band plays the way Download does, where it has like a classic rock act no, on a Sunday. That's true, that's but Merciful Fate, because of King Diamond, the connection, all that. It'll be, it'll be when they can play. Basically, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. they seem to be the shoe in. They seem to be, yeah. But a lot can change. There, um, there was a post put up by, I don't know if it was Bloodstock or officially or somebody else, that was basically asking for people for their thoughts on who yep. the headline was going to be. And I was looking through that today and looking at the repeat names yep. to see. Because that's like sometimes, there's not, not always a good reason for it. It's what people say. And the name that kept coming up, Go on. which I really hope it isn't, uh, and I don't think it ever will be, is Corn. Corn? Yeah. Every, not everyone, a huge amount of the comments were, it's going to be Corn, it's going to be Corn. Why would it be Corn? And I can't get my head around why it would be Corn either. I don't think I could, could afford playing. them. But not headline. Yeah, if they played in headline, wouldn't they? Corn, man. You're going to get Jonathan Davis or someone like that troop in there. Headline downloads, for fuck's sake. Headline everywhere, don't they? No, they don't have a headline download. I think they have. No, not headlined. Oh, sure. Not headlined. Definitely not headlined. They might have headlined the second stage. And yeah. certainly, like, maybe. I don't even think they've subbed the download. I don't, I don't think Bloodstar could afford Corn. Yeah. And, I don't, and that's what I said. I don't think he's right. I, I just don't see it. In my head, it doesn't work. It just doesn't. I find it really puzzling. But, yeah. Uh, it was amazing the amount of comments on it. Um, I'm hoping. Behemoth. Yeah. Uh, or, or I'm still thinking Behemoth for next year. Yeah, it's a good shout. Um, if not Behemoth, is there a chance, Dimu? Maybe back, but if, considering they were subbing this year, yeah. I can't see why they'd be pushed up next year. But outside of that, I'm struggling. I mean, it's still early for me. I don't know. I can tell you who I'd like. 
band to play. Oh, right. Because I can give you my three headliners that I would be happy yeah, with. Yeah, come on. Friday night, Behemoth. Yep. Saturday night, Devon Townsend. Right. Sunday night, Merciful Fate. Banging. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll go of all, all of that. Long. I'll go of all of that. Yeah. In fact, I, I, you know, I'd fuck around a bit more, um, make it even more appealing to us. Saturday night headliner is Machine Head. Subbing is Devon Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, no, no, no. What, what we do then, we'll do Friday night, Machine Head. Saturday, Devon Townsend. Sunday, Merciful Fate. And Behemoth headliner, Sophie. Job done. Wow. <laughs> there you go. We will, of course... Get it booked. start getting booked. We will, of course, at some point in the next few weeks, put uh, together our top 20, 10 each uh, bands we want to see booked for tw- uh, Blood so- much, much often just for the laugh of seeing how many we get right. We very yeah. rarely get right. I would need to tell you my number one is the same band that's been number one for the last two fucking <laughs> years, which is Tourisass. Come on, Bloodstock. It's been too long. Keep an eye on me for my predictions, mate, because uh, I was right about Parkway Drive. You were. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny as we get further into the get, year. If we get... Behemoth, Devon Townsend, and uh, Merciful Fate. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna pout myself out like that. You know the World Cup fucking chicken. Yeah, he's yeah. have a little crystal ball yeah. for these videos. Can't even turn this into betting. <laughs> so I fucking lose everything. Really. There you go. Um, we had a wonderful time. Yeah, well uh, done. Uh, everyone at Bloodstock. Um, everyone that organises it. Everyone that takes part. And all the people that go. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the people that go, uh, as well, for just because you all make it a great festival yeah. as well by not being dicks and but just getting on board with the bands and everything like that. Yeah. And for the one percent, uh, who sat in the tent your yeah, parkway and yeah, sat in your tent your parkway, lay down in doorways, fucking leave your plates of food on the floor. Yeah. Fuck off. Sort it out. <laughs> sort it out. Don't come back. Yeah. Thank you very much for watching. As always, check out the rest. Go check out all the interviews. Go bloodstock nuts if you're not bloodstock out. Yeah. We we are basically done. This video draws a this video does draw a line under the although no we've got one more video coming up which is going to be a video from the perspective of a 16 year old's first time at bloodstock. Cool. That'll be me and Dan where I will not, not be doing me. much talking. No, it's not you. <laughs> and that ba- that basically draws a line under the bloodstock 2019 team. Yeah. Now start looking out for bloodstock 2020 because actually fuck we quickly before we disappear. It's a separate video. We're doing a quick video on the uh, yep. There, we, we, there'll be another video going up very, very soon, which is to talk about the first announcement for Bloodstock. We'll do that. Yep, yeah, brilliant. There you go. Shut me up. Boom. <laughs>